Let's talk about our democracy for a minute. But let's do it in a way that makes the snowflakes' heads explode. Let me be clear before this podcast begins. We are loud, loud proud, proud, and do not give a fuck. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Real and raw political and social commentary. The freedom to oppress the rights of other people is not liberty, you shit-eating moron. Ah, the smell of freedom of speech. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast, and this is Tony Michaels. Hey, Tony, fuck them. Well, happy Wednesday. Welcome to Let's Talk the Tony Michaels Podcast. It is noon Eastern, 11 Central. You know what time that is. It is time to go through the tweety tweets and the trendy trends on the shit list roundup today. We're still scrambling to get this show together. We got a lot of stuff going on. I told you we have a very important interview that we're going to release this week. Uh, we're still we're still working on a few things, still working on getting it done. It is <laughs> it's very significant. It's a story that everyone wants to know. They they want to know this story. Everyone wants to know this story. Uh, so stay tuned <laughs> of who this interview is going to be with. Uh, it's, it's with a couple of folks who uh, know a few things or two about the January 6th insurrection and people who were involved. Uh, everyone's saying hello, 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 Yoda. Good morning, fuckers and fuckets. <laughs> hello, MJ. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, all. Good morning. Thanks for joining us here on the Tony Michaels podcast. We're going to do the shit list roundup here in a minute, but I do want to go through some announcements. Um, sorry, I don't have a hard time. Uh, good morning. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Everyone's everyone's joining in here. Everyone's typing in the hellos, hellos, hellos. Uh, if you guys don't know, you can go over to YouTube now. The shit list roundup, the Tony Michaels podcast is every single weekday, noon Eastern, 11 Central for two full fucking hours, full two hours. And uh, we've got we've got um, some special stuff coming up in, the, in, in today or tomorrow or Friday. We're, we're still trying to work this out. Uh, we, we recorded a big interview. There's a lot of news to to that is in this interview that we want to get out. Um, we're just trying to make sure. That as many eyeballs see it that can see it, uh, we're getting it cut and, and you know, you know, like put together and edited, you know, the thing that Gabe does, you know, uh, we're doing that. The, the video thing, you know, he's, he's good at the, the video editing. So he's doing all that, um, getting it, getting it close to release. We may have a teaser clip for you today. It is possible that we could do that. We just are uh, trying to get trying to get all the ducks in a row, I guess you'd say. So we're working on that, but tune in today because we're going to do the shit list roundup. Gabe's going to join us here in a bit. Um, I also think I have a Senate candidate from Arkansas, Natalie James. I don't know if you guys know Natalie, but if you don't, you're going to today. I believe she's going to come up at the top of the second hour is when Natalie will be joining us for a bit. She wants to talk about uh, Act Blue. A lot of Democrats don't know how to donate or what Act Blue is. Uh, she was explaining it in a space one day, and I said, "You know what? Why don't you come on the show and just explain it to all the viewers? We'll uh, we'll package it together. We'll put it up on YouTube. That way, people can go over to YouTube and watch that video of you explaining what your version of Act Blue is." So, Natalie, uh, a Senate candidate in the state of Arkansas, 
is going to join us. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way, um, if you miss that little clip, we'll, we'll cut it out and post it on YouTube for everyone to see. That way, we gotta we got to link the spread around. You know, spread those links around like herpes around the interwebs, I guess. Boy, everyone's saying hello, hello, hello in the uh, in the chat here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Um, we're going to do the shit list roundup today. Uh, and Gabe's going to join us. We're still waiting on to see if we're going to air a clip of the interview that we have ready, or almost ready for you guys. We've almost got a really special interview. Ready. Teasing it. You know, just, just laying it out there. Just teasing you. But we got a, we got a nice clip that we that we put together. So let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll do the shit list roundup. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Pardon Blanket, I've got you covered. Pardon Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Pardon Blanket will protect you too. Pardon Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardons not guaranteed. The Tony Michaels Podcast. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central. Watch live on YouTube, on Twitter, and Twitch. Download on Apple and Spotify. Now, here's Tony. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show. Thanks for hanging in with us there on the break. Who's ready to go through the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends? Huh? Let's go to the Tweety Tweets and the Trendy Trends. Uh, I'll make it a little smaller for now. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. Let's see. What, what, what do we have as far as uh, trending topics today? Of course, it's Groundhog's Day. That motherfucker seen his shadow. Uh, it's Jeff Zucker, the CEO or whoever the fuck he is, runs CNN. Uh, he's resigning, I guess. Uh, good luck. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was suspended. And uh, Mary Trump's leaving Spotify. Chris Cuomo's trending. Jake Crew and John Kennedy is trending because John Kennedy's a fucking idiot. Uh, Josh Hawley and Lindsey Graham also are two senators that are trending. I'm not sure exactly why. Probably because they're fucking dumb fucks. Oh, I know why Lindsey's. I know why Lindsey's trending. Uh, because Donald Trump said he was a he was a rhino, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, L- Lindsey said something crossways to Trump and. Uh, his boyfriend got butt hurt, so now they're now they're in a fight. They're gonna break up probably, and then they'll they'll go golfing, they'll kiss and make up, and they'll get back together. All right, <laughs> let's go to the fucking let's let's go to the fucking shit list roundup. Start the count.
Shit List. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Shit List Roundup, where we round up all the Tweety Tweets and the trendy trends of today. Let's just get right into it. Let's not waste much time. There's a lot of news going on, I guess. And today, uh, first things first, uh, I seen this video by David Pepper. I want to come back to this. Um, it's a very interesting a little clip here that I want to come back to. Uh, it's about Ohio and how Ohio is trying to rig their elections. Hmm. It, it, it isn't Democrats trying to rig it. Guess who it is? The fucking GQP. Of course it is. Um, also, there's this fucking slime ball that I want to sh- show you a clip of. Right Wing Watch had posted it. Um, the Shane Vaughn, I think his name is, this fucking weirdo. Absolute fucking weirdos. These people are so fucking concerned about other people's genitalia and sexuality and shit. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird that you people sit around thinking about this type of shit. What the fuck are you doing? Maybe that's why Josh Holly is fucking trending. He's jacking off to porn too much and he hates porn because it makes him it makes him stressed. I don't know who the fuck can tell. Uh, Rachel posted a an article here uh, by uh, uh, Dana Milbanks about Glenn Youngkin's no guilt history for Virginia for fragile white people. Uh, it might be worth a read. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, here here we go. Here we go. Here's the news. Uh, Stuart Rhodes will not stay in Oklahoma. Will also spill his guts to the January 6th Select Committee. Uh, the Cheeto Dust Mobster might need a few more packs of diapers. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, Scott had uh, posted this. Uh, Rob also broke the news that uh, Stuart Rhodes' uh, request to be tamed in Texas uh, was denied. He's apparently in an Oklahoma uh, uh, detention center, federal detention center. Uh, but they denied his request to stay in Texas for uh, up leading up to his trial. Uh, his attorneys argued that they need him close by to prepare. And the judge said, fuck you. No, denied. You're going to D.C. Uh, but it looks like today is the day because this was their argument uh, last week uh, to let him out of detention was to testify in front of the January 6th select committee and be deposed. Let's give Scott some credit here uh, while I'm thinking about it. If we read it, we get credit. We get credit. I'm going to give Rob credit here, too. Um, and, and I'll retweet this. This is his report here. I retweeted Scott there. But here you go. Reddit, you get credit. There's the story that the motion was denied uh, to stay in Texas during his trial. Uh, the judge told him to fuck right off. Okay, so um, the other news in Stuart Rhodes as well is, uh, where is it at? I think, yeah, here it is. Okay, look at this guy with the fucking eye patch. Everyone, everyone wants to know how he shot his eye out. Everyone says one thing. I don't think that's actually the story and why he wears the patch. Hmm. Okay, Scott says, last night his defense lawyers told me Stuart Rhodes was waiting for a Zoom link to use to appear appear virtually before the House Select January 6th committee today. Um, so this is this is happening today, possibly on Zoom. Rhodes will appear from Oklahoma prison facility. His defense attorneys will appear from Texas. So they'll both be remote. Um, the committee is from DC, of course. So they're gonna do a Zoom call and question the the pirate here. I mean, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Stuart Rhodes, the seditionist. Uh, the uh, accused, the indicted, the indicted, accused, seditionist. 
<laughs> okay, when we read that, we give credit. Scott gets a lot of credit here on the show. He does a lot of reporting with Stuart Rhodes. I think this is very significant. Um, Stuart Rhodes, as you know, is the, the former leader of the Oath Keeper. He, uh, he started the Oath Keepers. Um, he grew the Oath Keepers. The Oath Keepers were involved in several national events, one of them being the Bundy Ranch, and also uh, a lot of Trump rallies and leading up to the January 6th insurrection. They played a role. They're accused of having a stockpile of guns across the Potomac ready to bring across. As soon as the the, the president at the time, the Cheeto Dust Monster Grandpa Poopy Pants, declared martial law after he enacted the Insurrection Act. Yeah, that, that you know, they, they were counting on a lot of things here. Uh, da, 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 let's see, what else news do we have? Uh, Brett did a good video yesterday. You guys should go watch this um, on the SCOTUS picks. Uh, maybe we'll play this later on in the show. Uh, it talks. It, it really shows Jen Saki crushing uh, Ted Cruz's words. So he did that video. Uh, da, ba, ba. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's the Whoopi story. Everyone's, uh, you know, you're either pissed off or you're not pissed off or you think she's racist or something. You know, there's a lot of opinions out there about Whoopi. What Whoopi said, but I said last night. Let's go. Let's go. Brandon Nazis call Whoopi Goldberg a racist. Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. Like I, I get, you know, some people are very upset about what Whoopi said and what she said probably wasn't the most um, articulate thing to say the way she said it. Right. Uh, agreed. She apologized. Um, I, I, I think the apology was sincere. It seems sincere to me. The thing is about this whole story. Now she's suspended for two weeks. And I believe the reason why she's suspended is because racist, white, fragile males got all butthurt about equity. Oh, you're going to suspend this person, but you're not going to suspend Whoopi for saying this? Get the fuck out of here with this shit. So they suspended Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks. You know, whatever. ABC has the right to do that. Um, you know, it's in her contract, I'm sure, somewhere that she can be suspended for certain things. I mean, I mean, I mean they could probably ax her contract for saying uh, other things if they wanted to. But they suspended her for two weeks, and the way I see it, it's because of the let's go Brandon Nazis were really butthurt about equity and equality. You have to be fair. This is so unfair. Donald Trump Jr. is t- tweeting something about Roseanne Barr or some dumb shit. That fucking piece of shit. Booger Sugar Jr. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, speaking, speaking, speaking of Booger Sugar Jr., I found this video to be very interesting. Bali Teeks is more fun with Cokie McCokehead. Of course, I call him Booger Sugar Jr. He looks like he's at a shooting range. I don't know. Let, let's play and see what this is. Oh, what the? Oh, yeah. Nice music. Yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Paul Lee Teeks, you just <laughs> He never disappoints, does he? Uh, that's what we do on the show. We do important interviews with United States Senator candidates and we also show Don Jr. shooting dicks. Uh that's how we do. But but let's see <laughs> what other kind of news do we got here on my feed? Oh, 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 looky here, looky here, looky here. Um, you guys you guys know we like to play the parody commercials. And um, um, I think this one's going to make its way into the loop. Uh, maybe maybe we'll wait for Gabe to come on to play this one. 
you know we had Missy Modell on Monday as our guest interview. You guys should go watch that that interview. We're probably going to re-air that interview this weekend on its own so you guys can watch uh, just the Missy interview. Uh, she's super talented, super smart, uh, super fun to play trivia with. And she's in this video with Gabe, this new parody commercial that you guys love so much. So we will we will try to get the Missy Mo, uh, Modell interview out but maybe when gabe comes on here in just a bit i think he's going to be joining us uh, probably in the next 15 20 minutes something like that um and we'll 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 play this we'll play this video all right and 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 then we'll put it in the rotation of the uh of the commercials because we did we did ask missy if she would allow us to she said yes she said yes so we're gonna have the uh, that in the commercial. Okay. Oh, here, here we go. Here's some news. Here's some news. Um, we have um, Grandpa Poopy Pants. Then an interview with uh, I don't know, uh, fucking Newsmax. I guess this is. I don't know. Some kind of fucking propaganda channel. Yeah, Newsmax. It's Newsmax. I don't know who this fucking weirdo is. Um, I mean, I know who this fat weirdo is. I don't know who this weirdo is over here who thinks it's a good idea to interview this fuck. Like he's the president of the United States. Listen to this dumb shit that he says. Listen to this shit. You talked about the potential, if it's appropriate, of pardoning some of the January 6th. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He did. He did threaten the United States of America and the Justice Department with pardons that he that the power of a pardon that he doesn't possess. Right. He doesn't he doesn't have the fucking power to pardon anyone. Why are we still pretending that he why? Why the fuck are you people still pretending he's the president? It really is, and you know, I say it. We're at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life. This is this is an, this is a prime example of what I'm talking about right here. They're fucking pretending. They're producing reality TV on Newsmax. Like this guy's gonna pardon these people next week or some dumb shit. Lindsey Graham said a couple days later he thinks that's inappropriate. What do you think? Well, Lindsey Graham's wrong. I mean, Lindsey's a nice guy, but he's a rhino. Lindsey's wrong. Look. <laughs> what do you mean Lindsay's wrong you can't pardon him you're not the president you dumb motherfuckers what are you talking about how can you possibly be this fucking gullible right like how can you possibly be this gullible if you're walking around out there thinking that this guy could pardon these people he's not the fucking president he can say whatever the fuck he wants he's inciting violence is what he's doing because he doesn't have the power to pardon anyone and really, honestly, he had the fucking power to pardon him at one point. He could have just pardoned all of them if he wanted to. He could have just said, you know, and wrote it on his fucking McDonald's napkin. I pardon all of those who are charged with any crimes due to January 6th, especially if it has to do with me. Pardoned. Federal, state, you know, he just fucking pardoned him. Nope, didn't do that. He didn't do that. He had the chance to pardon these motherfuckers, and he didn't. Now he's on Newsmax pretending like he's the president. They're playing the reality TV show president here, acting as if this guy can fucking pardon somebody. What the fuck are you people talking about? He's inciting violence is all he's doing, and Newsmax is contributing to it. Of course, you know, on brand for them, he's fucks. And this is why Lindsey Graham is trending, is because he called, he called Lindsey Graham a rhino. I don't give a fuck. Lindsey Graham is a piece of shit. So, just because just because Lindsey Graham crosses words with his boyfriend here means they're gonna Trump's gonna break up with Lindsey with Lady G until they go golfing. Then he'll hold some Russian compromise over Lindsey's head. 
you know, that way Lindsey gets back on the train of, yeah, we should pardon all those people. They're political prisoners and all this bullshit. But this is the one, this is the one video. This is the clip that I like the best. Here, right here. This one right here. This one right yeah, Right yeah. Here we go. Some of them are being treated very unfairly. Yeah, I would absolutely give them a pardon. The, the punishments if things are don't out work of, out fairly. Punishments are out of proportion to the crime. Out of proportion, like 20 times out of proportion. Oh, please, please, President Biden, pardon me when I get charged. I mean, he's like begging. He's begging the president of the United States who has the pardon power because he doesn't, you don't, Trump is not the president of the United States, you dumb fucks. He's not. What are you, what are you doing? Why are you even pretending this is a thing? Like, where's Vince McMahon? Where's the fucking, you know, oh yeah. They need to really like have guys with no shirts and and, like uh, tights and stuff, you know, sunglasses and shit. You know, saying all kinds of cool phrases into the camera, ripping their shirts open. I mean, really, they need to go full on WrestleMania here. They need to stop dancing around and just doing this Trump's the pretend president shit. What the fuck are you people talking about? Again, he's inciting violence here because what he's trying to do is tell not only the January 6th people who are in prison. I know I didn't pardon you before and I said I would because that's the thing here. That's the thing here, isn't it? I, I, I'm going to pardon you when I become president again, but the only way I can become president is if you commit violence and make me the president. Cause I definitely am not going to get elected. Not enough fucking people like me. <laughs> the fuck he, and, and what he's saying to the January six people who are fucking locked up the political prisoners, he's projecting to them. Don't flip on me and I'll give you pardons. And they're like, you motherfucker. I I can't even imagine. Like, can you imagine you were so fucking delusional that you went to Washington DC and committed fucking sedition for this motherfucker. You committed sedition for this motherfucker. There are reports that fucking Congress members of Congress pimped pardons to these fucking, these, these fucking people who committed sedition. Right now, there's 11 of them charged with conspiracy of sedition. 11. Now, other people are charged with, like, putting their feet on Pelosi's desk, taking documents, you know, smearing their shit on the wall, breaking windows, shit like that. Others have have pled guilty to other charges up from that. But the heaviest charges that we've seen, and, of course, you know, we were just talking about Stuart Rhodes being detained in Oklahoma, uh, spilling his guts to the January 6th Select Committee, Today, apparently, um, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I guess we'll, time will tell and will be reported if that deposition was given. With his attorneys present on a Zoom call. But it appears, it appears that Stuart Rhodes is going to spill his guts. But I love, I love this. If you look here, let me, let me move the banner here. You see the, you see the little words at the bottom here on Newsmax. It says, <laughs> reflecting on Jan 6 protest. <laughs> the Jan 6 protest. You mean the, the Cheeto dust kangaroo coup attempt? They're charged with seditious conspiracy to overthrow the government of the United States. That's what they're charged with. Um, so it really is uh, fucking hilarious that these people are still pretending that this guy's the fucking president. 
We really are at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life. It's a fucking thing. Okay. Oh, oh, did you hear? Um, we got cold weather coming into the country, and Texas is possibly going to receive some cold weather. And, of course, in Texas, uh, Greg Abbott and the, um, the, the Republicans in Texas did not a fucking thing about the power grid in Texas. Not a goddamn thing. I mean, they really made sure to, to work on women's, taking away women's liberty and taking away the, the, the right of people in Texas who have a uterus to decide what happens to that uterus. I mean, they made sure to do that. They also made sure that it was very easy for people to spread around a deadly pathogen. You know, you got to have those things. Power grid, eh, you know, we got to put that on the back burner. So my question was, has anyone spotted the snow lizard on his way to Cancun? Because you know Ted Cruz is probably already looking up tickets. Um, if he can book a flight to Cancun, I don't know, maybe. Maybe he's going somewhere else this year. Uh, as the snow lizard were to leave as the Texas power grid fails. Because Republicans destroy everything. They destroy everything. They do nothing but destroy everything. Democrats are the only ones that deliver. Like, literally, if the event would have happened last year and there would be Democrats in power in Texas and could do something about it, the power grid probably would be in much better shape today and ready for a fucking cold event in Texas. Probably would be. Hmm, wonder. Wonder. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, what was the other videos? Oh, yeah, this fucking, this fucking rude. Right Wing Watch posted this video. His name is Shane Vaughn. Um, this guy's a fucking sick, gross homophobe. But this guy, he has fantasies about people fucking dogs and shit. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm not fucking around. I don't know where this guy's from. I have no idea. Just says he's a MAGA pastor. He's a he's a pastor for for uh, for, for for Trump. You know, Trumpism. He's a Trumpism pastor. That's their religion here. Um, but he, he's a, he's a complete utter gross homophobe, but he talks about how people should be fucking dogs. I, I'm going to play it, but if you look in the background here, he's got the, you know, Toto. So I don't know if this guy's from Kansas cause he's got Toto everywhere. Toto. I love Toto, Toto, Toto. So he's got this obsession with dogs and listen what the fuck he says about dogs and people fucking them. Listen, how many remembers when homosexuality was a shame? Yeah, we, we remember when it was a shame, and you should stay the fuck out of people's lives. What the fuck is with you weirdos? I'm completely obsessed with, with who someone else who has consensual sex with someone else. What the fuck? Who do you, why do you give such a fuck? Jesus Christ. Maybe, maybe pay attention to shit that matters. But let's, let's continue with this fucking piece of shit. You wouldn't even show your face. You would be worse than a leper. Going to lay up with another grown man. <laughs> really projecting there. There, Shane. You're really projecting there. Look look at the face when he says that. Look at the face of guilt that he has. I don't know. I'm just saying. It looks like he's guilty of what he's saying, right? He looks like he's ashamed of himself. I'm just saying. You'd be worse than a leper. What what the fuck a leper? What the fuck does that even mean? Leprosy is like a rash that you get. Gay isn't contagious, you dumb fuck. Are you saying are you saying you caught gay from someone? Is that what you're scared of? You people really are fucking boneheaded. 
sexuality isn't contagious, you dumb motherfuckers. Oh, they can't judge me. Yes, we can. And yes, we must. Here we go. And because we've stopped. Here we go. Our children have turned into nightmares. Yeah, that's what it is. We've stopped. You've stopped judging. You've stopped judging and and the kids have turned into what the fuck are you talking about? Because because people are more open about their sexuality because people aren't going to fucking kill them. What? Beat them in the streets? Yeah, they're they're a little more open about it nowadays because people don't give a fuck like you. You closeted fuck. No shame. Go sleep with who you want to sleep with. Go do like an old dog and go with every little yeah. I ain't going to call them what my grandpa called female dogs. Every one of them walks through the yard, mount one of them. Do you hear that? He wants people to fuck dogs. What kind of sick motherfucker loves Toto, has all this Toto shit all around him? What? Who? Who is this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? And who the fuck is he preaching Trumpism to? He's telling people to go fuck dogs. What the fuck? You fucking weirdo. You're a bunch of animals. You need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> oh, these people with their voodoo, right? These people with their voodoo. He's like, the Holy Ghost makes me not, you know, think about the, the thoughts that I have. So then maybe they'll help you or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. To move inside of you and take control of your passion. <laughs> because do you see his face? Look at look at this guy's face when he says that. Oh, you need the Holy Ghost to help you control your passion. Like he's speaking from experience. Watch this guy. Oh, please look at you. You ever seen? I'm not. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to evaluate this video here. Don't fucking blame me. I didn't fucking put this shit on the internet. I mean, I'm playing it on the internet. <laughs> but you know. He really, he really, this is really a face of guilt here, isn't it? Don't you believe this? Well, let's, let's continue here with this fucking MAGA moron. Remember when it was a shame to be a lesbian? You wouldn't even- What is a lesbian? What is that? Is he saying lesbian? Because it, it, it sounds like, I mean, listen, listen. Lesbian? Lesbian. It's lesbian. I mean, that's how I say it, lesbian. You wouldn't have shown your face. Rightly so. This guy just, this guy is just pure gold here. <laughs> I mean, every, every reason why, every reason why we just need to not have this kind of shit anywhere. I'm going to retweet How this. How many remembers guys when gonna... homosexuality was a shame? Oh my God, this fucking guy. You should... Turn him off. Turn him off. Turn him the fuck off. Turn him off. I'm sick of this fuck. Who is this guy? Where is he from? Where is he from? Is he from Kansas? Because he's got all this Toto shit and he's telling people to f go fuck dogs. It's really fucking weird. It really is fucking weird that these are the same motherfuckers that were bitching about people going in bathrooms and they're all fucking freaked out about people's genitalia. They're freaked out about people's sexuality. It really does seem like fucking projection. It really does. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We have we have a guest with us here. Um, <laughs> hey, Gabe. You come in, you, you, you see, see you, you, the, the mic. 
The mic. You know, it's just I I want to be respectful in the green room. You know, you're saying some funny stuff. I don't want to laugh too hard. Where everyone's like, "Where's this ominous secret <laughs> laugh coming from?" <laughs> well, you know, did you watch this video of this fucking guy? No, about- I read the I read the caption from oh. right wing, or from the right uh, right wing watch. Oh, it, it's it's gold. We just we just we we took it. It's uh, let's see, it's thirty some seconds, forty seconds or so, and we we evaluated it. Even the right. background. Um, you know, I know. I heard, yeah, I heard the background, so you don't know where he is. I mean, someone yeah, says his name well, is Shane Vaughn. So yeah, well, he's up. got a lot of Toto stuff in the background. So either he has a fetish with dogs because he's telling people to go fuck him, and he can't say bitch on the air. Like he was trying to, he was trying to say bitch, you know, like a bitch dog, but he, yeah. he didn't want to say the word bitch. I mean, he wanted to, but he didn't. I maybe they should come up with like a code word, like "Let's go, Brandon." Is is fuck Joe Biden? Maybe they should right. come up with a code word for. Uh, bitch, well, yeah, because yeah. he was oh Mississippi. Oh, he's in Mississippi, but yeah. he's obsessed with Toto. So it's a dog fetish that he has. Yeah. I mean, like those guys are always fetishing, fetishizing. Yeah. Well, and have a fetish with <laughs> uh, because I'm reading an article right now from Newsweek that says Pastor Shane Vaughn criticized Christians who wear a mask for living their life in fear, not faith, and said God told him COVID-19 is never leaving until <laughs> oh, God, people God get that faith. Oh, well, and if God says, told him so, right. well, then it First must be true. Harvest Ministries. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's definitely, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know anything about Shane other than he wants people to have sex with dogs and he's, he's completely terrified of, uh, either someone else's gayness or maybe his own. Yeah, I don't well, know, but he's, he has a lot of guilty faces when he says, so things. he does love Toto. Well, if you look Is that there, in a weird, like, well, and he's got Toto here. There's Toto down here. If you look over here, there's some kind of book. It looks like, I don't know, maybe he wrote it. It says Toto on it. Like this guy. So. Maybe a Wizard of Oz fan? Well, know? yeah, but it's not. I mean, it. yes, it is Wizard of Oz, but look, it's got, yeah, the it's got a constitution. Play. Yeah, it's 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 a weird obsession with a dog. And then he's talking about fucking dogs. It's kind of weird. Hmm. These people are weirdos. I mean, we've been over this, you know, time and time again. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sure yeah. I'm sure this fuck will pop up somewhere. Um, and says Shane Vaughn is his name. Yes, that is, that is his right. name, Shane Vaughn. And, and Gabe is saying. Reporting here live on the Tony Michael yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. This guy's like in Mississippi. Or something. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. He's called Prof. Oh man, I just <laughs> here. I'm gonna send you the link right now, and you mm-hmm. pull this up. It's a Facebook page. You don't need to know. You don't have to be on Facebook to see it. So uh, here, I want to get one of the guilty faces. There, there's one of the guilty faces that he has. Professor Toto is what he's called. Bringing uh, to America a revival of the Republic, Bishop. Shane Vaughn, aka Professor Toto. <laughs> Professor, like, so this is like a moniker that he holds. Yeah. Okay, I see it here. Okay, so let, let me let me let me pull this up here. I just want to double check you weren't like tricking me or something. Nope. I didn't want to bring up any like dog porn or anything. This guy's obsessed with dogs, so I yeah. didn't want him. Oh, so this is uh, bringing to America the revival of the Republic. Uh, Bishop Shane, aka Professor Toto. Holy fuck! Told you, what the fuck is going on? So yeah, so there must be some. I don't know what it is, you know, about Toto, but he loves it, and he is, you know, self-proclaimed Professor Toto. Wow. Well, fantastic, fantastic. So if you um, if you run into Professor Toto out there, I guess you know, give him a shout out, or I don't know who let the dogs out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what the who, what the who let thing. Toto out. Yeah, there, there you go. There you go. Well, I mean, did you see? Well, let, let me, let me, um, because you said you haven't seen this video. Yeah, yeah. 
Let me <laughs> get to the part. Wow. Uh, he's very, very animated. Oh, yes. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. Our children have turned into nightmares. No shame. No shame. Go sleep with who you want to sleep with. Go do like an old dog and go with every little. I ain't going to call them what my grandpa called female dogs. Every one of them walks through the yard, mount one of them. See? <laughs> I, I told you. He tells everybody, go mount one of them. Like the dog. Every one of the dogs that go through the yard, go Why mount one of them. Why do I feel like what the uh, fuck? in front of the camera, he's like, I won't call what my granddaddy called him. But then behind closed doors, he's like, just bitch in that bit. Like he would just <laughs> oh, say. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's calling his children and his wife Come here, that bitch. name. Yeah, Come like, here, bitch. I, get do, I just front yard. feel like, and that he like, caught, he caught himself. He's like, oh, can't say what my granddad said. Okay, fuck what. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, technically, if if we're talking about like vernacular and stuff, when you call a female dog a bitch, it's not technically a cuss word, right? I mean, or is yeah, it? I mean, that's what I don't know. I mean, there maybe is a correction you can't say anymore, but obviously, that is a, that is what a right. female dog is, or right, at least right, right. was. Again, I don't know if that's right, right. changed, but yeah. Well, also, I, I, mean, I don't go calling female dogs a bitch. Right. Uh, well, I, it is know, a very bites me, and I'm like, ah, you bitch. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I might, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, I might call, I might call a male dog a bitch. Like, right. yeah. you know, like, uh, like uh, Steve Ducey asked a dumb question, and Joe Biden leans in the mic and says, "You son of a bitch." bitch. You know, I mean, you might, you might do something like that. Right. You know? Right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. You no, know, no. You I mean, it makes sense. a lot of names, but yeah. you know, he's scared to say the vernacular of the the word bitch that isn't right. a cuss word. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. This fuck too much guy. respect for the dog, but for the humans, bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right. You you gotta love Toto. You gotta love the dogs. You gotta yeah. take care of the dogs. I mean, they yeah. take care of you, right? But Gage? these humans, right. fuck them, right? Fuck those humans, especially especially if they have the the feelings out in the open that I might have, you know, right. here in my exactly. Private. It's like, oh, god forbid they were able to express themselves in the way that I want to express myself because I've been suppressing <laughs> these feelings my whole life. Oh, you bitch! Yeah, you know. I'm not saying he's closet. I'm just saying it. It looks really suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's also not uncommon for people on the side to like attack people for the things that they want, that they wish they could be right, that right, they wish right. they could express themselves, right? And I think there's that feeling of envy to be. uh of uh you know a little bit jealous to be like i wish i could you know i could be true to myself you know Speaking but unfortunately living in a to oh yeah express oh, look at this and and have a have a way to express themselves properly um this this i found this commercial mm. and uh, maybe we'll put it in the rotation here oh since is it a new sponsor out. yeah i think so i think so um, everyone knows we had Missy on on Monday. Missy Modell, M O D E L L. Go follow her on Twitter and like tweet tweet her a lot. Mm -hmm. she, to, she showed up this morning. Did she really? Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know. Like, like Phil the Groundhog. She came up. Oh yeah. She's like, what? What? Oh, six more weeks of winter. Okay, see you later. And then she, no, go. Go, go, tag her. <laughs> uh, mention her as much as you possibly can. We're trying to get. We're trying to get Missy over to to twitter but um yeah. this 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 commercial popped up and it looks like it's because some familiar faces let's let's see this commercial here are you annoyed by masks infringing on your rights do you wish you didn't have to comply with biden's communist mask mandate are you tired <laughs> of wearing masks that actually fit your face well now you don't have to be introducing <laughs> the droop with our patented droop technology every mask is uniquely molded to not fit your face. Just send us a selfie and we'll have one of our Droopists mold the mask for you elastic free. Thanks to the Droop, I don't even need to pull my mask on anymore. It just sags that way. 
The Droop lets you customize from a selection of pre-worn masks, lipstick stains included. <laughs> Make sure to order your Droop today. Droop, be the spread you want to see in the world. <laughs> the, the best one of the best images is is this one here why did you why did well, i wonder why they chose a skull like a dead body um you know i just think it was uh <laughs> you know it was like just easier to do that you know uh yeah. if i had to get i i was like i don't know what the the editor and creator of the video was thinking but mm -hmm. if i had to put right myself in their shoes uh-huh um, they were probably trying to use this as like a symbol of some sort to say like, right. oh, uh, you're, you know, you don't wear a mask or you don't usually wear a mask the right way. Then, you know, like veteran Yoda said, let's go Darwin. And, right, uh, right. you know, it I'm just sags on that face. I know. No nose to hold it up. And you, you remember no the, uh, <laughs> the, the viral video. Um, cause it kind of reminded me of that too. Cause it sags on your face. Remember the uh, pants on the ground? The, do you remember that video? The pants on the ground? I don't know if it I, was a couple I, mean, years I ago, remember pants on the ground I, the pants on the ground. I don't know. Some, some maybe, guy was I mean, giving like, a rant about pants sagging and pants on the ground. Was it so like, it, a rant it like a video? Someone made a remix of it? Yeah. Someone made a remix and it went, it went like viral and, um, uh, it, that, that reminded the droop. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe maybe there should be a song to this commercial. I yeah. I think we'll have to put this in the rotation though. Yeah. Uh, it of seems the, like people regular like rotation. it. So yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so uh, everyone, uh, see if you can catch when we if we play the droop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, I I love the the name of the droop because we have the pardon blanket. Everyone likes the pardon. That's one of my favorites. The pardon mm -hmm. blanket, uh, especially right now with the president. You did you see these clips of Grandpa Poopy Pants? Pretending to be the president, acting like he's going to pardon, act like he's no, going to pardon I, I missed this one. Oh, this is man. what happens when you, I'm on the West Coast, so I don't get yeah, these. I you know, I wake up and I'm I'm playing catch up to all this news. Well, here you go. Here's here's Newsmax. We watched it just a minute ago, but it's oh, worth watching. America's number one news network. Yeah, I would absolutely give them a pardon. The, the punishments if things are don't out work of, out fairly. Punishments are out of proportion to the crime. Out of proportion, like twenty times out of proportion. Oh, he sounds really scared about what his punishment's going to be, doesn't mm. he? Yeah, Doesn't why? He? Yeah, why? Why? Why is he so? Uh, I don't know. He's, he's, he's a little. Right. He's yeah. a little. He's he's a little scared. It seems like he's it just seems a little odd to me that somebody would try to pardon blanket pardon everyone <laughs> blanket par pardon blanket or blanket yeah. pardon what's the yeah it's you know just give everyone a pardon blanket to go home with you yeah know? right 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 well um it, the funny thing is is that he thinks he can do this like right now like he's saying it as if he's going to sign right. this on is that like the executive privilege thing like right. he's still claiming he's got it but it's like right. homie you're not in office anymore right dude you don't have the pardon power right it's not a thing you got and it's not a thing you're gonna get Right. I mean, and I don't think you understand how this works. So um, speaking of elections and speaking how this works and making sure that uh, Republicans don't destroy everything so we can stay pissed and go fucking vote. Um, that way we can save our democracy. David Pepper uh, posted this video about an hour ago. He says new whiteboard in Ohio. They want to rig the court so they can rig elections. And they just come out and admit it. Of course they do. To the mm -hmm. court of all places. Why? <clears throat> Because here and elsewhere, rigged state houses are the key to everything else they do. Advice, sit down before you watch this. Um, so he does a pretty good job of explaining this here. It's a couple minutes long, but um, I do want to play it because I think people need to understand that it's just not the United States House of Representatives and the United States Senate 
that we have to protect here. Like right. these down ballot races are super important, and these state house races are super important, and and it's it's. It's the, the clock is ticking here, but we have mm-hmm. to stay pissed. We have to go fucking vote. And and he's giving you a little bit of advice here, but let's listen to what he has to say. When I titled my book, Laboratories of Autocracy, I was not exaggerating and I was not trying to be cute. It's exactly how they're behaving. And you're seeing this exploding right now around the country, whether it's this disturbing wave of book bans and history censorship, whether it's attacks on the conduct of elections themselves and we've seen this uh, book ban stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right wing. I'm telling you, are, they're going to start burning books soon. Well, the, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, these right wingers are trying to use like a uh, the old left wing arguments. Of, well, there's an N word in this book, so the book must be bad, right? right? Forget the context of why it's in there and the story. Well, not even that. It's it's books that are like, oh, uh, this is sexualizing something. It's like it's not sexualizing it. It's you thinking that it is sexualizing, right? Like. Oh, God forbid it's a same sex relationship banned. And it's like, God forbid it's something, you know, uh, someone talking about their experience of being uh, uh, black or indigenous or Hispanic or gay or lesbian or whatever it is, you know, or, you know, uh, and it's like, oh, it's a story. It's it's a it's a story or, you know, fiction or nonfiction telling that experience. And they go, nope. Can't have it. And the thing is primarily targeted around um, people who are women, uh, marginalized communities. Those are the voices that are getting suppressed. These are the only people, mainly the only people who are talking about these perspectives and these experiences. And these are the ones that are getting, you know, the, the, the banning that's happening to them. So, well, Right. And, and, and when you see the to kill a mockingbird specifically, mm-hmm. like, I mean, again, the, the book is much deeper than just the racial issues, right? There's a lot going on in that book. There's a lot of narrative in that book, but to, to, you know, it's the same thing. Um, when, when folks wanted to ban the adventures of Huckleberry Finn, because the N word is in that book a lot. Right. A lot it's in that book. But if you actually read the book, you'd understand why it's in there and why the context of showing you why it's so dumb that that word even exists towards black people, right? Like, like if you read the book and you read the context, and that's the problem here, I think, is that people aren't willing to, like, even go Google it to fucking read the synopsis of the book. Like, right. we're in such a place in society that if it's not on a fucking Facebook meme, it's not worth knowing, right? Like, yeah. how in the fuck did we get in a situation where the Ivermectin Institute, um, the Facebook groups, is is way more truth than what any kind of real context of history could tell you inside of a book, especially a piece of literature like To Kill a Mockingbird? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly what grade I was in. Uh, when it was required reading in our school, but I do believe I was in junior high. It was the same, uh, I believe sixth, seventh grade in that time, maybe even eighth grade. And we yeah. also read Lord of the Flies, right? Um, Which is it? I don't. Is that another one that's been banned? Well, I mean, I'm sure it won't, it won't take long. I, I was trying to say this yesterday. I know uh, you were busy yesterday and couldn't make it on the show, but yeah, yesterday yeah. I was trying to say, you know, everyone was uh, going crazy because Tom Brady was retiring. I'm like, look, you, you, you guys. If you're not going to fucking wake up and realize that it doesn't matter about Tom Brady, like, yeah, you right. like him. Yeah, you don't. Whatever. You might have your opinions. But here's the thing. 
if you don't fucking wake up to this fascism and realize that this stuff's at the front door, you're not going to have an NFL. You're not going to have an NBA. Right. You're not going to let these black dudes play professional sports. What don't you understand? They're going to tear down everything. Your churches, your communities, your schools. It's all going to be fucking gone. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to wonder where whose house you're going to watch the Super Bowl at. There won't be one. So I get that that, you know, the Super Bowl is like super fucking important. But right. really, if you want the Super Bowl, you should take a few minutes to pay attention to shit of why you have the Super Bowl. Like right. why it's a thing that exists in this country, why we can be entertained by athletes playing a sport and, and the best athletes playing a sport, regardless, regardless of their skin color, their nationality, their religion, mm-hmm. uh, even sometimes their fucking criminal history, which is, you know, a whole nother argument. But the point is, is that if you want these things, if you want this, this way of life, this American way of life, you're going to have to start paying attention to just a few more things other than who's retiring from football. Um, Let's play the rest of this because he does break down what they're trying to do, the fascism creeping into the state houses. It's just nonstop and it's getting worse. And I try to explain both one reason and prime reason is so bad is we're essentially dealing with an entire generation of majorities in these state houses where almost every member has risen to power without democracy. Their elections have always been rigged their entire career. They don't know what a real election looks like, and they're scared of real elections and real democracy. So they'll do everything they can to suppress democracy to keep themselves in power. And that's why, the, the, in the end of the day, the key to their whole system is rigged statehouse elections. We like to focus on congressional gerrymandering, but the key to the nonstop attack on democracy goes back to lack of accountability, lack of democracy in statehouses. They know that. And that's why the biggest fight you'll see is to re-rig statehouse districts. And that's what we're seeing in Ohio right now. And it's instructive, so I'll walk through it. So round one of their districting process, they literally drew a ridiculous unconstitutional map, but they also told the Supreme Court of Ohio, we don't need to follow the Constitution. As you'd expect, that didn't go very well. It was struck down. Round- so, so he's going through their plan here, and like this is intentional. Like what he's saying is like there, there there is none of this that they didn't plan on it happening the way it happened. Right. He, as he said, he knows it's unconstitutional. They know the courts are going to strike this down. So then listen to what he says. Round two is taking a very interesting turn. First, they drew another ridiculous map, uh, as I explained the prior whiteboard. But they also said to the court, we're running out of time. We propose if you don't fix this in the next week or so. That we that you stay the entire case until after the coming election. They literally are proposing to have an election on a map that is rigged uh, and then go back and look at the map. So you see what you see what he's saying there, because I I, and I would love to have uh, David Pepper on um, to ask him about this, because I think it's very important, because I think what he's saying here is that their intention was to torch the case. Right. So you go in, you torch the case, the court, the court says, fuck you. You can't do this. This map is fucking rigged. And then they're like, oh, well, oh, my God. Well, we have to do this. We have to get this done. You know, so so what they did was is by creating this map that they knew wasn't going to get approved. They create this crisis. Right. They're always these crisis, this fake crisis shit. They develop this through through channels just the same way as they did with SB8 in Texas. Mm-hmm. The same fucking thing where they're going to take away the liberty of, of, of people who have uteruses in Texas. They act like it's some kind of fucking uh, uh, urgent thing that they have to do. We have to take care of this. It's a big crisis. This is what they always do. Same way with voter IDs 
and uh, other voter suppression laws. <laughs> yep. They create this crisis and then they have to fix it. And what they what it actually means is fix it up so they win. So let's let's listen. Ridiculous, right? What's worse than even that because what they're really playing here is a game of trying to rig the court. The chief justice, who was part of the four three majority that struck down the map, hits her age limit this year, has to retire. They have a candidate running to replace her. Their game is clearly to replace that with with a justice who they will vote for them. The governor who's rigging the map would appoint that replacement. His son is also in the court, not refusing himself. So their goal is to get themselves a majority that would then uphold the map. They're trying to rig a court to rig the elections. That's how power hungry these people are. And we know that for sure, that they're that power hungry. Uh, let's see. I'm going to give David credit. Great video. I forget. Mm -hmm. um, someone retweeted. That's how I that's how I found it. Um, I don't even know if I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm following David here. We're going to check here. Um, get him on the show. Anyone yeah, want to reach yeah, out? Yeah, reach out to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm following David. And David, if you're listening, if you're listening, come on the show and talk about this issue. We will amplify your voice to our audience if that if that works for you. Uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, yeah, Eugene says David would be a great guest. Oh, you misspelled it. That's okay. Yeah, I, I type I type past you. No, no big deal, Eugene. Now, Eugene's here with us. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Um, uh, 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 veteran Yoda says, got a got a gabe shout out oh look, you, you yeah made, you made yoda's day hey yoda's day so um you know gabe gets the shout outs and and they have the what about me <laughs> so so gabe um we're working on getting this at, in the background here we're trying yeah to, yeah getting if this, i seem um, distracted if i seem distracted to anyone i i apologize i am not i'm focused on getting you guys something that i think you're gonna like yeah so um let's let's talk about that why you're doing that i'll, I'll yeah, kind yeah. of explain a little bit so actually let me pull let me pull something up here yeah set the um, stage set the as, set the, set the stage as they say um because you guys know there's a lot of Stuart Rhodes news going on today and we've been talking about uh that we have a very special interview here this week uh, let me just pull up scott's uh, report here you guys know this morning uh, well, last night, actually, um, Scott says his defense lawyers told Stuart Rhodes that they were going to have a Zoom call today with the January 6th Select Committee. Of course, this is the picture, the infamous picture here of Stuart Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And everyone always, anytime I post anything, I retweet something or anything, I always have this situation where people are like, oh, he shot his eye out as an instructor. Why does he wear the eye patch? Did he really shoot himself in the face? And and all this kind of stuff. Right. Well, Gabe, I hear that we may have that story. Is that uh, is that fair to say? Yep. Yep. Just give we me have a minute. That, Just give me that. a minute. But okay. yes, we do have that story. We have about almost an hour and a half of that story. I mean, well, we have several minutes of that story of an hour and a half of a longer story. Right, right. So we do have an interview um, that we did with Stuart Rhodes estranged wife soon to be ex-wife and his son mm -hmm. um we recorded this several days ago we've been trying to get it edited um we're trying to seek distribution as well i guess mm -hmm. you could say that's fair enough to say yeah yeah um so that way this thing could get amplified um because she tells the actual story yeah of there's how... a lot of lot of details in but <laughs> <laughs> and not only not only the story like she tells the story not only like 
how he shot himself, right? Because everyone keeps saying he's a uh, an instructor and all that right, kind of right, stuff. Right, right. Which, which is true which, to an right, extent. He right. did teach. He was right. a gun instructor at some point. Right. At some point. Right. And right. and people have seen like videos of him like uh you know several years ago where he doesn't have the eye patch, right? Mm-hmm. And there's also a story that she tells that is behind the actual eye patch. Uh, well. What we don't see behind the eye patch, right? <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she has a very, very detailed story about about that as yeah, well. Uh, yeah, a lot of we, lot of details that I don't right. think anyone else has. No, no, not um, at this point. And and I'm hoping that we can air this either um, tomorrow or we can air it um, maybe Friday. I'm, I'm hoping we can get it tomorrow on the show. We're we're really close. Um, we're working with um, some folks again to distribute the story so we can amplify it um, just because some of the stuff is so important. Of course, everyone wants to know about, you know, how he came to not have his eye and how he has the eye patch, um, right. it, which is a good story. But also, um, uh, Anne says, interesting, that'll be juicy. Uh, well, a juicy is a word. <laughs> <laughs> juicy. Juicy is a word that you uh, it is certainly a word that can be used to describe. And I believe we are. I feel like I'm about to be like uh, Jeff Goldman. We are uh, just uh, ready to go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't good, know. I don't know. Why impersonation. Yeah, you should yeah. you should you know, you don't do that many impersonations just I, with the voice. You I, do I, the wigs. I, you have the costumes and makeup. You know, you don't just do the voices a lot. You, right. you should bring you should bring uh, uh, him you, on you know yeah he's so quirky you know Ap- I, apartments i like yeah. <laughs> apartments apart you know he's got um a... all right here. are you are you are you uh pretty close there it's it's up so what we're what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a quick video clip uh-huh. of um uh-huh. play a quick video clip oh boy oh boy here we oh, go of the it's uploading oh of... this is exciting of the uh <laughs> <laughs> this is almost like uh you know um <laughs> that 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 uh what was the guy shane vaughn um fantasizing about the uh the dogs in the yard mm-hmm. you get this you get this sense of of anxiety um but we are going to again we'll probably air this interview in its entirety during the podcast either tomorrow or possibly uh friday we're again we're still working on that Looks like we have the the video here. Let me go ahead and uh, should should we go ahead and play the video? Oh, oh. no, it's gone. Oh, wait, hold on, wait, sorry. No, no, it's there. Over it's here. There. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, upload I... it. Upload it on the uh, the clips here. Okay. It'll, it'll on the side. The, yeah, it'll play. All right, all right, all right. These producers, I tell you, you what. know, it's like I'm trying to do what? They so come on, they don't once, know how to you know? turn I'm their trying mics to on. entertain the people they get, they and get answer everything. the questions. And um, you, you know, know what? While you're doing that, let me let me see if I can <clears throat> let me see if I can find while we're waiting on this clip. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Well, uh. Oh, the silence. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, usually there's not silence on my show. 
Uh, here, here we go. Here, here's, here's the clip. Here's the clip. Are we ready? Yeah. All right. Let, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and play the clip for the audience, and then we'll talk about it on the other side. And we also have, by the way, we I don't I I want everyone to know here soon we're going to bring Natalie James on here in just a few minutes. Now it looks like she's joined us in the green room. Are you ready over there, Natalie? Great. Okay. So so we're going to play the clip. We'll talk about this interview, and then we'll bring Natalie on. Let's play the clip now, which brings me to one thing that everyone wants to know, <laughs> because this is the story that everyone wants to hear. Um, Stuart wears an eye patch. We've seen it in the in the um, in the in the mug shots um, and, and in the tunnel videos, like we said earlier, the spider hole uh, tactical hole. He did not have an eye patch. So there is a story going around that he shot himself in the eye. Um, I don't know how that is, what it is. Do you guys know the story? And can you tell us the story of how Stuart came <laughs> to have an eye patch? Okay, this is three stories. There is the event okay. and the facts that happened. On There's also the story he told, There's, which is mostly a lie. There's also what I believe actually happened, and it took me 20 years to piece it together. And then... There's a second event, which is why he stopped wearing a prosthetic eye. Um, I guess I'll start with him shooting himself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so Ooh, she'll, st she'll, st <laughs> she'll start by well, shooting himself in the face. Yeah. It, it, it really is a great interview because um, not only not only does does Natalie join us, but his son, Stuart's son, student and, and excuse me, Tasha, Tasha. I got Natalie here. I got Tasha going. Yeah. Uh, Tasha. Uh, joins us but also dakota his son and he talks a lot about um the the, the militia part mm -hmm. of the oath keepers and like how all that came to be he explains some of the stuff about the bundy ranch and then also really the most important part about the interview to me i mean obviously everyone wants to know about him shooting himself in the face in the eye patch but don't you think that one of the most important things was not only the way that they described what kind of person Stuart rhodes is but really dive into like what what his motivations were of why the Oath Keepers and he used the Oath Keepers to do what they did on January 6th and probably why he's charged with uh, conspiracy to commit sedition. Don't you think that's like the, the really like that's the shit everyone needs to hear? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there is a lot going on uh, that both Dakota and Tasha lay Cause Dakota has a lot of information cause he was there, you know, um, in, in like the development of uh, or really just like the way that Stuart ended up, like how he kind of became who he was and how everything brought up, like he's got inside information that he was able to reveal to us. I mean, as well as Tasha, but, but Dakota definitely has more of the militia. Um, right. Because he was there with, with Stuart, like as right. it was happening and he would go <laughs> to these events. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing that I found significant is when Dakota starts uh, describing some of those uh, military type operations mm -hmm. that they were using or, or they thought they were going to use during January 6th. Um, that's, that's an important part of the interview too, but more than anything too, um, Tasha's story about who Stuart is, what kind of person he is, um, and, and how the Oath Keepers, because they were there the whole time that this Oath Keeper thing was happening. Right. Like um, from the very beginning, they were there. They experienced it with him. Um, mm -hmm. Good, bad or indifferent. A lot of bad and indifferent, yeah. um, uh, to, to be quite honest with you in the interview. And I, I don't know, how long did the interview end up being? Just over an hour? Yeah, it's like, 
an hour or 15 hour 20 okay. i want to say so what um, we'll do what we'll do for the audience is we will try to figure out exactly when we're going to air this either tomorrow or friday mm-hmm. um if it's friday you know we do the bonehead of the week so we'll probably air it in the first hour on friday if we do friday um tomorrow i'm not sure exactly what that looks like but maybe we'll do tomorrow in the first or second hour if we get it but we will announce we will announce this um do you want to stick around with me and talk yeah. to natalie or do you have time yeah, okay so yeah let's Let's do this. Let's go to a break. And when we come back, we'll bring Natalie. Um, she's a candidate, a Democratic candidate for the U.S. Senate in the state of Arkansas. Nice. And I wanted her to come on because she explains uh, Act Blue in a certain way that I, I wanted to get her take on. So stay right there. We'll, we'll be right back. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's a rhetorical question at best. We'll be right back on the Tony Michaels podcast. I've always wanted to learn a new language, but whenever I try, it never sticks. So when Babbel made a MAGA edition, I knew I had to give it a try. Babbel MAGA edition makes it really easy to learn. And there's lots of lessons to choose from, like subtly racist to full-blown white supremacist. The first lesson began with learning simple phrases. And soon I was putting those words and phrases into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete. And they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words that I'm struggling with. I chose Babbel MAGA edition because it's crazy by smart white people like me and now i can't wait to explore meet new friends and use my new maga skills with my in-laws all lives matter fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them fuck them we're back to the tony michaels podcast welcome 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 back to the show thanks for hanging with the break we're going to bring in Natalie James in just a few minutes. She's the, one of the Democratic candidates for the U.S. Senate in Arkansas. She has a certain way of explaining Act Blue that I liked uh, how she explained it, so I wanted to get her take here. And then we'll, we'll cut it out and we'll post it up on YouTube so that way everyone can go, go take a look at it. Um, so don't, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can see all those clips. And also, you don't want to miss this interview that we're talking about with mm-hmm. Stuart Rhodes' estranged ex-wife, our future ex-wife, yeah, and and his son uh, Tasha and Dakota um, Adams, as they are as they are referred to now. They did change their names. They talk about that in the interview as well. So don't miss that. We're hoping to announce that this afternoon, uh, a time, whether it be Thursday or Friday. Again, we're we're working with some partners to to get this distributed, so that mm-hmm. w- way we can get it out to the masses. But right, right now, I want to bring in. I want to bring in a Democratic uh, candidate for the Senate seat in the state of Arkansas, uh, uh, Natalie James. Natalie, how are you? I am good. How are you doing? Oh, we hey. are doing fantastic. We're doing fantastic. <laughs> I, you know, um, we we we've talked a few times, and and you go in Twitter Spaces. I've been going to these Twitter Spaces. Yes, yes, yes. and and I see you in there all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I almost know you, uh, you know, from the interwebs. Um, and we did a, we did a sound test the other day to make sure we were good. But yeah. you you did something the other day. You explained Act Blue and you talked about Act Blue because a lot of Democrats out there, and and I mean people who are donating to Democratic campaigns, mm-hmm. they're, they're they get they get kind of confused about like donating to Act Blue. What does that mean? Who does it go yeah. to? And you did such a good job explaining. It. I really wanted you to come on the show and give us that perspective. Um, because I think a lot of people, do you think that maybe is their hesitancy sometimes because they don't know what act blue is? 
that and they don't know where it's going and what it's for a lot of right. times what i'm seeing people are like oh you must have a lot of money to run no i'm speaking your voice this is our right. voice so it's us doing this together it's not just me doing this i'm running to better represent you and to make sure that you have a voice so being a good citizen also comes from voting and yes donating to candidates that are going to speak for you Right, because that's important because it's not just like money for like television commercials. Like you guys have yeah. to make sure that you got uh, water and food, transportation um, for some of your, your door knockers, the people who are helping canvas. Um, mm -hmm. All that stuff matters, and that's like what you need some of that money for, whether it's you or another campaign. Right. Um, but explain that Act Blue because that, that is on a tag because there's Act Blue and then there's the Republican one. Now, I, I think I feel like Republicans have always understood that, that the voters in this country have understood how to donate and why to donate and all that kind of stuff for years. But explain to us that Act Blue, what it means, how it goes to a candidate. I mean, you can use yourself or another candidate as an example. So, so. All right. So with Act Blue, what Act Blue is, is this wonderful little platform app. It's web-based and we use it on your cell phone and it's how you donate directly to a candidate. It's secure, it protects your information and it gives us the availability to see where our money is actually coming from, who it's coming from. So we can send thank you notes and everything else. But that money is so important because candidates like me need it for door knocking pamphlets, things to hand out flyers, make sure we have gas to get to the different events and get around and actually door knock. It's also extremely important so that we're able to make sure we're amplifying our voice in your voice. So like we use it for post-it stamps, we use the donations to pay our campaign staff, we use it to make sure that we're just running the behind the scenes back office. Those websites aren't free. Your um, emails going out, that's not free. Making sure that the campaign has staff phones, has staff, which is important because all those correspondence and emails that you see coming out, those are done by somebody and people like to be paid for their work. And I believe in making sure people are paid for their work, do, do and rightly so. So the importance of donating directly to Act Blue and not donating to, I mean, there's nothing wrong with donating to the DNC and all of the alphabets. They are amazing. They do great support <laughs> for the candidates, but they do the support after primaries, after they feel that that candidate is ready and worthy. What gets us on the map is when you make an Act Blue donation and those Act Blue donations equal up to over a hundred thousand that lets us know that we're a viable candidate because it's done by you and for you as a grassroots it's your voice so it's another way of you just being heard donating to act blue at blue is hmm? so so i was going to ask you because i i the, the touching back on the the alphabet and them supporting you <laughs> because i think that's important to people they think oh well you're you're a democrat you're running for senate the mm -hmm. dnc must be giving you all kinds of money natalie right. and what they don't understand is you're running a primary right so the right. dnc isn't going to pick and choose at this point yeah. who they're going to support and give money w what they're doing is seeing how you raise money right so yeah. they're seeing how you're raising money so does the act blue when they go to natalie james's act blue mm -hmm. right or or any other candidate and they donate to that candidate's Act Blue, does it go directly to the candidate? Does it go to yes. the DNC? How does that work? It goes directly to the candidate. It skips the DNC. They do their own stuff. Like right. they raised a hundred million dollars this last quarter, which is not a bad thing. That's a good thing. No, it's not. It's a great thing because they're able to spread it out all right. Well, spread it out all over the United States. But when you have a candidate that aligns with the issues that align with you, you want to donate directly to them so that way you can continue to fuel their campaign so that they can be a voice of reason. A lot of times, candidates like me are candidates are left behind and aren't heard from is because they don't have the donations and the support to be able to push them 
out as much as they need to get out and be able to have their voices be heard. So ActBlue is a very, very instrumental tool for candidates to make sure that we are getting out there. We have the support that we need and you have the support that you need when you want to go to Washington, when you want state legislation, when you're just running for any office, ActBlue is an amazing, amazing tool that goes directly to the candidate so that the candidate can use it for other office things that are needed, such as stamps, those right, same cards. Right. Right. saying thank you being able to pick up the phone bottles of water i mean essentials exactly right you, you know gatorade the normal right right, right. right. <laughs> these people are working their asses off they need right. a drink or two here and there and there exactly. so so the other the other thing that you explained in the spaces about the act mm -hmm. blue was not just that it goes directly to the candidate so uh, i think people out there can rest assured that it's a safe way a secure way to give to a candidate yeah. that you have found that you like that you want to support rather despite in what district. republicans may claim right. about you know yes. they, they, right exactly republicans definitely have it like a targeted disinformation campaign and you saw it throughout 2020 and 2021 mm -hmm. which was you know don't trust act blue it is money's going here, right? Despite the fact that their platform, yeah. when red, is locking people into recurring donations and cause Trump to have to return all of the fraudulent charges, right. essentially, is what was done. So, mm -hmm. right. Well, one of the largest credit card frauds in history, like, right. like literally in history. But we could, but we can rest assured <laughs> that Act Blue, Act Blue is is completely secure. It is going to the candidate that you're giving through through their Act Blue. Yes. Now explain explain though because you you did a really good job of explaining this because i think this is another thing that that uh, people donating to democratic campaigns fail to recognize that money can't go up it goes down right mm -hmm. um so explain how that works when they give to um a governor's race or a state legislator's race or a senate race like yours explain how that works all right so Yes, AdBlue is secure. Yes, goes directly to us. I go pick up my own mailbox checks and donate it and put it into my actual campaign account myself. So it lets me know and it makes me extremely happy that we have support. But the best thing about AdBlue and what we're able to do and what we're able to do with your donations is when you find a candidate that's in a congressional race, they can do it and send money down to the constitutional races. They can send it down ticket. So it's important when you have top of the ticket candidates that you support to support them heavily. Because guess what? You have a JP, you have a quorum court, you have a city director, you have a school board. Somebody that's running might not have the filing fee, might need a little help. We're able right. to transfer those fees to them to make sure that they have the support that they need. So that is the responsibility of top of the ticket. Not mm -hmm. many people realize that and why we go to the top of the ticket because that's what the federal government is supposed to do we're supposed to help be the voice and amplify the voice of the people and so agblue allows us to do that but you have to donate to those top of the ticket actual um actual holders which is important such as your federal races such as your senate race u.s senate race such as your congressional office such as your district offices and things like that that way we're able to help out our state constituents who are running for legislator who are running for state senate who are running for house senate excuse me our, your local house and everything else that's what makes it so important so we can have a very strong ticket because if the top can't support the middle and the bottom we won't have a foundation and we're not going to have a strong ticket. So we want to make sure that we have an extremely strong ticket and we're able to allocate funds where they need to go because it's not the responsibility of the party. It's not the responsibility of the DNC. It is the responsibility of the people and those running for the highest office that's going to be your voice. The United States Senate is the highest office that there is. There are a hundred people that make decisions that directly affect you 
policy and your future. So you want to make sure that you're donating to those people and that they are representing your voice appropriately. And the best way to do that, again, I know we keep harping on donations. It is to donate because we do so much more than just going to our campaign. It feeds the campaign for you. It feeds the campaign for the ticket. Well, and, and I think that's a good, a fantastic point that you can help those down ballot races, because um, if you got a few minutes, I'd like to talk to you about the ticket in Arkansas. But I'd also I'd also like to talk to you about um, a, a little bit because you are a black woman. And I, I know that you will have opinions about the Supreme Court pick and what the news is and all this bullshit surrounding that Joe Biden can't make the pick that he wants, even though he promised to make it because that. SCOTUS nominee needs to look like America and I believe you look like America and I believe America that SCOTUS needs to look more like you I I truly believe that and, and, and I said yesterday I'm not just for Joe Biden picking one black woman I think he should expand the court and pick three or four black women and put yes. them on the court yeah. that, that would start to fix what the problems that we have mm -hmm. so the first thing I want to the first thing I want to ask is about your ticket in Arkansas and then we'll get to the Supreme Court uh, pick so tell us a little bit, because I know you guys got a really diverse, really strong ticket for the Democrats yeah. down there in Arkansas. So anyone watching, tell us about that so they can maybe pay attention more to that ticket down there in Arkansas. Okay, Arkansas, we are blessed to have one of the most amazing diverse tickets that we've ever, ever seen in history before. You guys have the first opportunity to elect the first black woman to the United States Senate out of Arkansas. There are currently no black women sitting in the Senate, which is scary. We know what magic black women are able to bring and we know what the nation is needing, what the nation is wanting. So we want to make sure that we amplify those voices. We have in our gubernatorial rights, well, excuse me, I'm, I'm skipping. I forgot my congressional people. Our ticket is so diverse. So we have Monty Hodges running for congressional district Mm -hmm. He's running for Congressional District 1. That is in Northeast Arkansas. He's been in legislation, state legislation, for over 11 to 14 years. I can't remember the number exactly, but he is amazing. A Black man. For the first time, we have a Black man running for a Congressional Office for Congressional District 4, excuse me, 1. Then for Congressional District 2, we have Dr. Quintessa Hathaway. We have a Black woman. This is the second time we've had a Black woman run for this office, and hopefully this time we get it. Then we have Congressional District 3, Laura Mallett-Hayes my dear friend. She is a wo woman, working mother, nurse, everything on the front lines, exactly what we need to have real life experiences here representing all of our Kansans in all of the United States. Then we have Congressional District 4 that's coming up. We still have a couple people who are wanting to get in the race, but again, that is a great, great, great start just at the top of the ticket in the congressional seats because currently those seats are set by six congressional Republican members and they are they're not indicative of us. They have not had to have the same the qualms, issues, bankruptcy, repossession, um, worried about how they're going to pay rent, worried about how they're going to pay mortgage, worried about how they're going to take care of their children's education, worried about their children and what's going on in public school because their children aren't in public school, they're in private school because they're afforded whatever luxuries that they're afforded to and hand, hand down. So when you have somebody that is not that has not had to experience life the way that most Arkansans have had to experience life, they do not think correctly and correlate with what's going on with us currently. None of them can be related to majority of Arkansans are Americans. Then for our district, for our ticket, what we have is our gubernatorial race. We have an amazing slate of candidates. We have James Russell. We have Anthony, Dr. Anthony Bland. We have Dr. Chris Jones. We have um, Supa Mays. She's AAPI. She's an um, Island Pacificer that came over here. She's amazing as well. We have a rocket scientists 
Do you hear me? A rocket? <laughs> yes. Running. A real one. A real yeah. one. Not, 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 a, not, a face, on not a Facebook one. Not a Facebook <laughs> exactly. rocket scientist. A self-proclaimed <laughs> rocket scientist. Turns out yeah. they're just a rocket model builder. Yeah, a cosplay. There we go. There right, we go. right, right. But we have a real one in Arkansas. That, yes. that is, what seat is the rocket scientist running for? Governor. He is governor. running for governor against Sarah Huckabee. Now, oh, I'm, I don't know about y'all, but... Sarah well, didn't do a good job in Washington. And compared to a rocket scientist, I don't think it's rocket science for me to figure out. I would rather have somebody that knows exactly what they're doing, trusted by NASA, trusted by literally the space stars. Right. I would rather have that type of voice than any other, especially Sarah Huckabee, which is what the Republicans are offering us. They have a great diverse ticket, too, for them. They have a bunch of women. Right. Well, that's one step. Yeah. Well, right. At least, at least they're at least they're there. At least they're right. there. So yeah. speaking speaking of diversity and women, um, of course, this week we know that um, Justice Breyer is is officially going to retire. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like Joe Biden's going to make his pick during the campaign. Joe Biden promised, um, it made promises mm -hmm. that he that he would really heavily consider and probably more than likely pick a black woman um, if a, a SCOTUS seat would come up. Um, I think it's a fantastic choice, number one, because we've never had a black woman on the court before. Exactly. Um, I believe that that black women being some of the most educated um, people in the country, I, I, I don't know exactly what the percentages is, but like 60 some percent of all master's degrees, uh, 60 some percent of all doctorates um, and bachelor's degrees oh, are black it? women. What's and that? Small business. Small yeah, small business. business. And, and, and so the smartest, the smartest, most educated group of people in this country more more than qualified what i find funny about it is that they're like oh you're just picking her because she's black i'm like do you have any idea how many how many black women that are qualified to be on the supreme court like right. like the list is probably so long that joe biden is gonna have to take weeks and weeks and weeks just to figure out if the top tier that he had already really that he had in his mind to nominate if there's not someone else to stick in that spot. And really there's so many qualified black women to be on this Supreme court that no one even knows who he's going to pick. Like they're making assumptions. Right. Exactly. But normally, normally you're like, Oh, well there's going to be this guy who's a sweaty white ball sack. And that is exactly who they're going to pick. And they know exactly who they're going to pick. Right. But there's so many qualified black women to be on this court that no one is even, I don't, I don't even think no one's going to guess exactly right. But they're no. just all over the map. So tell us your opinion, because I, I know you probably have a, an opinion on this. So I tell have us what a very opinion. strong opinion. I Let's mean, if we have somebody who ran for office and said that they promised they're going to build a wall and didn't do it, then <laughs> I think we should be able to have somebody say, I promise to elect mm -hmm. a black woman or nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Keep in mind, he's not the first um, first president to do it. Right. right to promise, to make it. the promise, right? To make exactly. At least we know he's going to follow through because that wall is still not finished down there. As right. We right, like right. to bring up so much. If we're going to talk about those empty promises, talk about the empty promises that were already cast before right. with that previous, whatever we guys want to call 45. We're going to say growth. That Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that cancerous growth. That's what I'm going to call him, the cancerous growth, because that's what he's done. He's infected America with the cancer of hate and spreading that type of division mm -hmm. and talking about identity politics. Right. No, we're electing the most qualified and the most qualified on that list happened to be a strong list of right. 
black women. Right. That's not our fault. Don't penalize us because those are the most qualified candidates right. at the time. And they're scared. I mean, that's what it exactly. is, right? They're afraid. You've got, you know, Ted Cruz foot in the mouth saying the other day, he's like, Fucking oh, bonehead. how can, you know, we elect some women or a, a woman, a black woman to be on the, on, uh, on the bench. And it's like, okay, well, I guess we're going to, yeah, he said, I think he said insulting was actually right, the way yeah. he, yeah, he said, said it's he insulting. was insulted. What we're right. insulted by is allowing him to kiss up to somebody who talked about his wife. Let's just talk about that. <laughs> right, well, exactly. What, husband, who could like, you possibly be talking about? Yeah, exactly. and it's like insulted. Let's talk about, Let's talk you know, about we're coming up on. Right, that we're, you left we're, home. Right. right, we're coming up on the one year anniversary of Cancun yep. Cruise going down to Mexico on behalf of his daughters coming in, and right. you still have not fixed the grid. Right, and well, let's talk about that to be upset right. and offended. Like on behalf of all Texans, yo, what's right, up with right, the grid? that's insulting, right? Exactly. So exactly. let's not talk about what's insulting, offending, or anything right. else because him, he's just an egregious insult on the world. Yeah. So he's an embarrassment. If but there's not- one thing I will say is the podcast, uh, he sits in an armchair, you know, uh, and I really. Are oh, you talking do- about Ted Cruz's? Yeah, and Ted Cruz, yeah, he's okay. got his, uh, you know, he whatever his. Armchair? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got, got an like, armchair. He's got, he's got a little like. Hey, he's got the microphone. He's got the yeah, armchair. and I'm just like, oh, you know, he's just an armchair senator, right? Like that's all. Oh. He's just. That's he perfect. Has, that's he's, you know, it thinks yeah, he's an expert on something. Well, right, exactly. You know, he put out a list this morning. Speaking of that fuck, he put oh, out a list yeah. this morning on Twitter about the uh, how to be prepared for winter, and everyone's like, check, oh, check, check for it. your, <laughs> check for your, your Cancun plane tickets, like oh, all yeah. local travel he agents. Stopped, he stopped the child tax credit, which would enable people to be able to be prepared for that. That's You're right. Yeah, right. People who are, which is inflation protection, by the way. The child tax credit is inflation protection. That's that and 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 now I believe that we should actually and and I don't know what your your view is and I'm sure I I, I could guess pretty quick clearly but <laughs> my view is is that we should actually include inflation or protection to all Americans retired um, you know working families whether they have children or not we should we should provide inflation protection because of what we went through with the the coronavirus and the pandemic and how the last fucking idiot mismanaged it so badly that you know we're trying to get our way out of this economy and inflation is happening because it's eating up so fast because there's so much demand um yes. but back to the back to the the scotus pick the thing <laughs> the thing that makes me uh is, i don't i don't know if it's annoyed or laugh is is when they say you're making it all about race and like look black women <laughs> are black black women are black like that like what how, how in the hell? Race. Yeah, because right, it's exactly. always been the same normal status quo. It has That's always right. been that. And now you're upset that it's going to change a little bit and it makes you uncomfortable. Guess that what? You'll right. be okay. They're exactly. a little scared. They're a little terrified. Right. There are yeah. people with color in the world. You will be okay. That's We're right. We're not going to bite you. We're not going to hurt you. We're right. going to do what's in the best interest of you because we are here with you. So we're going to always make sure we're taking care of you because inherently it takes care of us, regardless of how well you don't take care of yourself with ivermectin and now (laughs) wormwood and other things like that. We're still going to take care of you Uh, because that's what you deserve because you are an American and you have your freedom of rights and speech and everything else. But allow us to do our job and allow us to make this nation back whole again where it Mm -hmm. needs to be. It's a lot put on our shoulders. And yes, we are extremely tired of having to come in and fix the same messes that are being messed up. But this time, let us fix it so we don't have to mess it up again. Right. Well, Natalie, I really appreciate you coming on. And you're at the I, I love your your the way you talk and um, how you go after these 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 folks. 
I guess we'll, I, you know, I, I'll, I'll be nice and call them folks today. Um, I, I really do appreciate you coming. You're going to have to come back on. Uh, we'll have to find um, more times to have you on. I, I yeah, do definitely. appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much. Thank we'll talk so to much. you very, very soon. Yes, I appreciate you. Now I'm getting ready to hop on these. Oh, oh well, one more thing before we go. Where do people go find your campaign? Oh, Tell yes. Us. Jamesforarkansas.com. Yes. Okay. People powered. You guys are paying for that. That's why that website is still there up and running. So jamesforarkansas.com. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. Okay. At jamesforar. You can check me out on Instagram. I'm very active on there. You can check me out at jamesforarkansas on TikTok. Yes, I have a TikTok. And tiki talks. Gabe likes the Tiki talks. Yes, I got a TikTok down too. Shaky ducky quack quack. I'm Tiki talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Facebook. And I'm getting better at being active on there. But yes, I greatly, greatly enjoy this. I can't wait to do it again and reach more people because this is what it is. It's going to take us having these uncomfortable conversations and making them comfortable and normal so that we can address the issues and right the wrongs. And we can grow. Do this democracy thing, right? Like actually just govern a little bit of policy. I mean, like do some crazy policy. Concept. Crazy yeah, concept. Crazy concept. Who, who would want to do democracy inside of a democracy? You know, hey. I, I don't know. Somebody that like what's his name? Our favorite person, Alexander Hamilton, maybe, mm -hmm. you know, when they kind yeah. of wrote this constitution, like right, right. They <laughs> wanted to do the, the democracy thing. thing. Going. That's yeah. right. That's right. Well, thank you for joining us, Natalie. We'll talk to you very, very, very soon. Thank you. Thank Have a good you. one. You too. Hard work out there. Hard work. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. That fantastic, fantastic, oh, great. Oh, she's that, awesome. We, we got to have her back on way, yeah. way every week, maybe. Um, she does a great job of going after Ted Cruz. I like that. I, I would love to hear her go after Tom Godden. I mean, that's oh, that's, I was, that's I wanted, one, to, I wanted the to, one I want her to go after oh, is Tom Godden. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. I wanted, to, I wanted heart. to ask, yeah, after is, my is, she heart, going, is she going after his seat or the other guy's seat? So it is, it is Tom Cotton's seat. Um, okay. That, that I, Cause I, there's I, John Boozman. Is, is it Boozman? Is it Boozman? It's Boozman. It's Boozman. That, that's yeah. It's Boozman. Yeah. yeah that's, me, that's coming. I, I can that's verify. But, uh, but yeah, she, I, I want her, I want her take on, yeah, of course, the, you know, her opponent too, who the general election, but I'd love, right. <laughs> oh, I love, I love to hear Natalie you know, um, uh, tie up Tom Cotton and drag him through the mud. That would be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe next week we'll, uh, cause Tom Cotton's always doing something stupid in the news. Like Tom this Cotton guy, he, he was saying something dumb yesterday. I don't know what the hell was he saying yesterday. He was trending yesterday. Cause he said fucking something dumb. Oh, this guy. oh yeah. I would, I would, uh, yeah. Cause she's going at it. Uh, it's John Boozman's seat that is up for right. uh, reelection. So if she can, uh, if she can nab that seat, that would be great. You know, yes. I'm, I'm pushing for and obviously to have, you know, some some sense of balance and reality and intelligence. Uh, I mean, even from the small conversation I had with her, it's like, yeah, she cares about right. the American people as opposed to these other folks. Right. As so, you said. Uh, yeah. But fuck them. <laughs> these fucks. These fucks. That's that's what I have to say. Yeah. You know, so but uh, yeah. So thanks, Natalie, for joining us. Um, so, uh, let's see what else we got here. Da, 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 da. Okay. Um, we're going to go back to the tweety tweets and the trendy trends here, I think. Oh, look at here. Uh, speaking oh. of speaking. Of Are story. you ready kids? <laughs> Are yes. you ready for the interview? Are <laughs> that's the, uh, I mean, that's a, that's oh immediately God. what I saw happen or it came to mind. Like when the news dropped that like initially a couple of weeks ago, I like, mm -hmm. I would took a nap. Cause I was like so tired and then I woke up from that nap and this new set dropped and the mugshot had come out. And then I was like, Oh, the first thing I see right here is 
SpongeBob. And I was like, are you ready, kids? Oh, that, then, that was the uh, that was the, the you you put out a. Uh, I recreated the SpongeBob yeah. uh, uh, frame. Yeah, yeah, him yeah, with yeah. The pirate, put him you know? on the. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. See, I don't I don't watch SpongeBob. So explain, explain the. Uh, is it, it's is it basically like a, the, the it's restaurant? like a, it's well it, yeah it there's the crusty crab right. down in bikini right. bottom mm -hmm. but in the beginning of the show it's a pirate with the parrot on his shoulder and he's asking he's like are you ready kids and then it goes uh oh, okay and, and so then the theme the song starts and it goes down yeah but that's, Bob no, no. square pants that's exactly that's yeah. exactly uh but you that's the only time you ever see the sponge or that's the only time you ever see the the pirate because it's just a painting on a wall Oh, and okay. then it goes down to Bikini Bottom, and it does the whole intro and stuff like that. But I got you, I got you. Yeah. Well, well, but it was MJ. iconic, and people know. MJ says Gabe is so talented. Oh, thank you so the, much. The, the audience loves Gabe, and Mayo's here. Hey, Mayo. Mayo, Mayo, Mayo. Mayo. Um, Yoda said, "Let's go broadband." <laughs> I like that one. Let's, Let's go, go broadband. broadband. Hell yeah! That's uh, funny. That's funny. Did you see the? Uh, um, I showed earlier the Whoopi Goldberg story, but did you see? This uh, and I think I think maybe you commented on it uh, because it was my comment. Like yesterday, the right wingers were like, "Oh, Whoopi Goldberg, she's a oh. racist. She's a racist." I'm like, "Really? You yeah. fucking you fucking." I had yeah, yeah. I had seen this photo before from Florida, and I did. I like quickly passed over. It's one of those things where it's like you can have the beginning, the ending of the word, and mm -hmm. jumble the middle, and you would. Right. You, you would, would still like, understand oh, that's it. what it's yeah that's what it says right but then i saw it again when you sent it to me and i go they misspelled brandon there's no d in there right b-r-a-n-o-n let's go brandon brandon which also i let's just point out they say that they're the master race this master race who can't fucking spell they're all <laughs> fucking idiots yes i know that obviously you know these nazis neo-nazis are terrible people and i agree they're fucking the worst of the worst but they also claim that they are the perfect race. Get the fuck out of here. Well, Get number one, the they, what is, is this like a bed sheet? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably it's probably a sheet that they this put up and then like they, kept, they just took back sign, home. Right? No, that is a that is a piece of fabric that right. they are definitely going to take back home and sleep and wrap themselves in like it was a little snuggy. You know? Right. Right. Well, and and the the. The swastikas on it is perfect. Like you couldn't get any more better branding for the Republican Party than yeah. this. Right it's here, like, right? oh, let's go. Brandon is not some sort of uh, vulgar slur because I remember when when the news came out about uh, uh, Schmeck, the schmuck, mm -hmm. and he did his little uh, prank call. Uh, you know, I did a video that was like the response, and he was like, "Oh, I'm being attacked, and I'm the victim." And it's like, well, you you specifically took the opportunity to say that and uh everyone online and on the comments were like oh let's go brandon is not uh it's not a vulgar and it's like well what does it mean it means fuck joe biden so how is that not vulgar and now you guys are associated with the uh, nazis so hey whatever right well also the anti-vaxxers are this is another shot and i'm not sure uh, exactly oh, where this came from um one of our, our our followers here posted this in the thread but this is another angle of that sign right and yeah. if you look at it if you look at it you can see the let's go brandon which they meant let's go brandon and it looks like something else is written underneath this on this bed sheet you can't you can't see it here and you can't see it on the other video but it's clearly right. the same banner that they have thrown over 
uh, this fence rail. And of course yeah. they have the Nazi flag here, but if you look at this bed sheet and this is why I think they're bed sheets. Cause you look at this. It, it, yeah. That's a big piece of fabric. They probably right? cut looks... one from the, it's cut from the same cloth as I right, said. Right. Maybe they cut this banner over here. Mm -hmm. The let's go Brandon banner from the, the bottom. Let's go Brandon. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon, Brandon, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you got it. But also I, it might not be Brandon. It might be Brainin. Brainin. Brain is it Brainin? Because Brannon would be two ends, right? Brannanon. Maybe it's maybe this is a like new it's like Q Bannon, thing. You know, like Qanon, Brannanon. Oh, Brannanon. I'm just saying, man. I'm just, I'm just well, saying. I, I think it's that because there's the <laughs> there's the yogurt. The uh, is it Dannon yogurt? Is that is what it, it is? Yeah, there's Dannon, Dannon, yeah. Dannon. Yeah, yogurt. but that's two ends, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's two ends. You know, yeah, really, honestly, I'm so bad at spelling. I would spell Brandon without the D too. I'll admit it. Well, I mean, there's times that you know, if I haven't had four cups of coffee before I start tweeting, I might tweet Brandon without the D. But wow. but I never, I would never put the Nazi swastika on yeah. a set of shitty bed sheets that mm -hmm. you know I tore in half. But if you look here at this sign, it says "Vax the Jews," which I find. Um, to be very interesting that not only are they... What does the bottom say? I, I, I can't... I, that's what I was going to ask. If you... It, go um, immun, immunity? I don't go, know. Goy, goy, goy immunity? immunity? I don't know. I, I can't... I, I, don't, I, I mean, sometimes I think maybe they have code language that we don't understand or something. Like maybe they're getting this means. from the ivermectin Facebook groups, the Nazi Facebook groups. But I find it very interesting that... Um, that a bunch of Nazis showed up in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And not only would DeSantis uh, decide not to just outright just fucking say, I am not for these people. I don't know who these people are. They need to leave the state. They need to stop um, putting out this hate. But he wouldn't He wouldn't even do that. Like, he couldn't no, even manage. No, of course, because that. at the end of the day, who are those people? They're voters. Right. They're well, voters for the party, the Republican Party. Well, if you piss them off. You'll piss them all off. And Nazis got to vote for Nazis, right? Right, I mean, exactly. So but, well, it's not even wanna... that. It's like Nazis have to vote for white people. They have to vote right. for people that look mm -hmm. like themselves. And so... That may do this and right. change their haircut and wear different suits. Or say and stuff like, Joe Biden. Joe you know, Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, and so, oh, yeah, it's God. like you're going to vote. You know, you want the representation that looks like you, right? And... Ron DeSantis is the is the picture of of them, right? He's well, a white it, dude in Florida. Right. Well, MJ's reporting here. Apparently he dodged the question again today. How do you uh, even dodge MJ's the question? In Florida. How do you even dodge the question? I don't know. I don't know how you dodge. Hey, do you support Nazis? Like, no. You're like, no. hey, uh, and it's what like, the fuck you know what is wrong with you? They're like, funny, you should ask. Uh, this guy's gonna take the question. Like, I I haven't seen. The oh, video. you mean you mean about the uh, the million the stockpile? Right, right. That he fucked up, and right. he's like, like let me get someone stockpile. else to take. The yeah, and then they're like, we're gonna ask you again now that we know there was a stockpile. He goes, you know what? That's a good question. And uh, my friend John over here is gonna take the answer. You know, right. And, and he'll, I feel he'll like, take the heat for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, the other thing he could do is, you know, he could then walk away. But oh, I can barely breathe. COVID, <clears throat> and then just walk away. You know. Right. But. But here we have here we have Nazis, not only um, you know pairing them, and I'm going to call them Let's Go Brandon Nazis from now on. I don't yeah. care who it is. If you're saying Let's Go Brandon wearing a shirt, you're Let's you Go Brandon Nazis. Nazis. That's right. Well, you know it, it happens. It happens. It just takes also, one. 
Also, the anti-vaxxers apparently are anti-Semitic. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't know how we're going all to. Of Q, uh, all of Q's anti-Semitic. Yep. All these mm-hmm. anti-vaxxers who are comparing. But what does that say to, at the bottom? What does it I say? I don't know. But I had I tried to look it up on Twitter. And other people were also like, goy immunity? Like, nobody knows. Goy. No one. It, but is this last one like MTV maybe? Like, I don't know. Like, like see, it's, see like this part right here. It says like M. It says t- yeah, TV. You know, maybe? no, it's folded. It's folded. The, but the I don't sheet, even, the sheet yeah, is folded. Yeah. So is what you're saying. go G O Y I M G. This is like you. You know when you pull up on someone, they got fucking vanity plates, and you're trying yeah. to fucking figure out, trying you're to like, decipher what, what the fuck say? they yeah, Right? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like guessing, and you got like 15 yeah. different guesses. Does any? I, I just want to ask the question. Anyone watching right now? Right. If you do, you know, know what, what this, this says? Means, Can you decide? I need a. I need. <laughs> I need a cipher. <laughs> I want to, to know. Yeah, I need to know what this says because I am honestly confused. Is it code? Is it a misspelling like Brannon or Brannon? Maybe they or, just wrote random letters down at the bottom. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like you know what? We didn't get the rest of the other twenty-six letters from the alphabet. Let's throw those in. Lisa says nope. <laughs> no, no, can't can't figure that out. Um, can't uh, go. I just uh, say uh, MJ's MJ's taking stabs at it here. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I, I just I feel like we're playing fucking Wheel of Fortune right now. I'm like, can I get a vowel? Like, I don't know. I what, you're right. What the right. bridge between these letters? Are. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, the Vax the Jews is is very you know they're right. outright about that. They're yeah, not they're that, not gonna hide that. Right. right? Which again, it, it comes back to this point of like, oh, you've got uh, these people who are saying that this is. Uh, just like the Holocaust, you're making, you know, they're wearing the Star of David. And oh, yeah, it's this like, gross shit where they're saying. That right, right. The and it's the same people. They're comparing the vaccine to that. And you're like, are you kidding me? Because that's not in any way the same thing. Right. Not at all. Do right. not try to make that comparison. If you do, you are a terrible, shitty, horrible human being. Right. Well, and the other thing, too, about this vax the Jews thing, like, I get what they're saying. Like, the code word is. The oh, gas thing, wait, right? wait. Somebody said, hold on. Uh, what's going on? And says Goyam means non-Jew. Okay. Goyam something then. So Goyam means non-Jew. I, I didn't okay. know that. But then I, we don't know what the remaining letters are. On right, there. right, right. And, and, and um, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, so, so. Oh, but, it's a dot TV. Got oh, it. Okay. is it a Better fucking Yoda website? Says, yeah. Oh, it's a fucking website. Hmm. Okay. Oh. Uh, it might be a website. Interesting. So, yeah. So it's a okay. derogatory term. Okay. okay. That that makes sense. That makes right. sense. I mean, it's hard. No, it's hard to make so out. Fucking here. terrible. These people are fucking assholes. The worst of the worst. Like right, right. right. Well, this is for, the Republican Party, though. Right. But also, these, it's like a, these what are is the, the world Republican population? voters it's that like, Ron DeSantis wants to vote for him standing up here on this overpass. Right. It's. It, He's not going to insult them because he wants these tens of people to make sure he gets their votes. I mean, he may need them. I mean, really, he may right. fucking need them. He may need them. But, but about this sign, the Vax the Jews, obviously, we we can we know what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. These people, these TPO are fucking racist. They're Nazis. Um, we, we know what they're trying to say, right? Right. We get they're it. They're also attacking a population that's like 0.2% of the world. Right. But but here's Which the is thing. fucking insane and so bad. But here's the thing. Like just the words alone like we know their direction but honestly like i i want all people to get vaccinated so i'm not like like the code here is isn't for like people like us right and what I, what i mean by that here's what i mean 
is you got to understand when white people are talking out loud like this, mm-hmm. they're, they're sometimes, sometimes you're being derogatory towards a certain group to warn them, right? But sometimes they're speaking in code to other white people, right? Because yep. vax, Jews getting vaccinated, right? Anyone getting vaccinated is not a bad thing. Right, exactly. Like but they vac- claim the vaccine is That's bad. Right. So right. if we're going to say that, then we are going back to the chambers, right. right? So what going- they're trying to do is they're trying to send the signal to anti-vaxxers right. and these anti-maskers and the anti-mandate groups the that, hey, we're with people. you. Exactly. We're with you. We're with right. you. The Nazis, we are with you. That's what they're trying to signal here to those folks. Right. They're not trying to signal to us because like right. vax the Jews, like in itself, if there wasn't like the nazi flags and stuff and all that like i would want all people to be vaccinated and i wouldn't be surprised if some of these people were pro-israel but anti-semitic which is which is really fucking weird isn't it like this dichotomy of the republican party where they they love benjamin netanyahu but don't you think it's that benjamin netanyahu fascism that they that they really like it's not really like yeah it's the controlling state of it yeah yeah but i think also it's like it it, it makes no sense right you've got one like, like on one side they they hate Jews. And then on the other side, they're pro Israel because, you know, they're, uh, 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 with the United States, you know, but again, it's that whole like, uh, evangelical side of Christianity. That's, you know, wants that end times war. It's, you know, it ends to a means for them for, you know, domination. It's so fucking insane, but these people are, are the, but uh, yeah, these people are terrible. And it's also, you know, don't forget that this was, a strong uh, uh, position piece behind Q. And that was what pushed them. And this is just them disseminating themselves into other communities uh, to push this disgusting narrative. And Well, and I mean, that not only opinion. did they do it with with uh, the Holocaust and Jews, and they continue to do this thing. Like they'll mm-hmm. wear stars of David. They they uh, like uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. is is invoking the Holocaust as if the choice you're making not to get vaccinated is some kind of choice that the Jews had uh, right. in Nazi Germany, which is really fucking. No gross. one is grouping you is is fucking taking you in groups right. and shipping you off somewhere. Right. No one's doing right. it. This is a choice that you have to either take right. the vaccine or not. And you're not get able to get cheeseburger or cheesecake because of it. It's not. Right. It's not anyone else's problem. The one other is a gross- virus and taking care of people in a in a population to make sure that everyone is safe and does not die. And right. you're trying to make a comparison to something that was a horrific event in the world that, where people were being killed and died. It, it's really fucking gross. But the other gross thing they do is when they do, when they were doing like this cheesecake factory, Burger King thing, right. Um, where they would compare it to segregation as well. Cause they do those, the, it's the Holocaust and the segregation. Mm-hmm. Like, like they do the, t- those two things. Dude, um, they, which is just they fucking want, gross too. Like as they, if black people could just take off their skin in the South. Right. right. Exactly. They want oppression so badly. Oh Yeah. You know, the the uh, the comparison that people will make will like I'm you know, you've got fucking. Uh, what's this? Well, but this is this he, is this. But this is Gabe. This is this. I, you know, I grew up in white culture. I know it well. Right. This is this affirmative action uh, dichotomy, this voodoo shit that they have where they're like, oh, these these poor black people get advantages because they're black. Like, no, no, no. The, the whole point is, is they are they are it is institutional that they do not have those advantages. Right. And we actually have to put things in place to make sure that they're not getting, 
they're getting treated equally and with equity. Let's You're, make it fair. Right. But see, they see it so, and it's this, this classism that happens inside mm-hmm. white communities too, because in a lot of white communities, there's not people of color to, to, you know, inside the community. So what happens is, is the poor white people are now the class of people who are denigrated. Right. Right. And they're discriminated against. And, you know, what, what and, yeah. and, and so that's and that some of them are totally fine with it. Right. They've accepted it because they're in a society, in a group that looks like them. Right. As opposed but, to someone who is an outsider and doesn't look like them. But that's the whole narrative is, um, if I'm oppressed, then I get things like oh, welfare right. queen, and you, oh, yeah. you're just living off welfare, which is not, no, which is totally not even a, tr- right. a real thing, right? It's like not. if you look, it's and not. then you look at where what like the red states are the ones who need the most aid. Well, I mean, they do receive the most federal aid, right? In comparison, especially for especially in the states that there are senators who deny further federal funding. That oh, would surely only not. help build those people back. Who up. could those senators be? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Probably the ones trending today. Um, speaking of that, uh, let's see. Let's 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 see. We had Chris Cuomo, J. Crew, uh, John Kennedy. Speaking of senators, let's let's see if we can go over there to do the uh, Tweety Treats real quick. We got about uh, we got about ten minutes left in the show here in the second hour. Uh, let's see if we can find this. Of course, Lindsey Graham is trending. Uh, but Jaker, did you see J- Senator John Kennedy said something about the Supreme Court pick would be somebody would be mentioned like Jake Crew or some shit? Yeah, some I saw someone yeah, mention it, it in the chat when we were talking during during a discussion at private GOP luncheon. Of course, it's at a private GOP luncheon about President Biden's forthcoming Supreme Court justice pick. Senator John Kennedy said he was quote a uh, a nominee a nominee who knows a law book from a j crew catalog which i i i don't know fashion very well right i just i'm not right. a you i if anyone can tell i'm not like a fashion aficionado but <laughs> i do know that j crew has sells sweaters i think right like, yeah isn't yeah that well it's sweaters it shirts it's it's basically more it's like preppy gear you know okay so it's i buy my chinos i buy a shirt you know that kind of thing Right, right. So, so what does that even mean? Like, what is he trying to say? I don't. I actually don't know. I mean, obviously, he's trying to be racist to right, a right, right. to a room of racist people. And he, again, he's speaking in code. But like, when I seen J. Crew, I'm like, well, I think I know what that is. I had to look it up. I'm like, right. oh, okay, so, that's the sweater cap. Right, right. So a nominee who knows a law book from a J. Crew catalog. So basically, he is. I'm assuming. I haven't read the full quote here, but. He is making mention or uh, attempting to make a dig at someone who doesn't just look the part, but is the part, right? So knows right. a law book versus looks like a lawyer, but can't tell the difference if you were to put a catalog in front of them or not. So basically uneducated and unprepared and unqualified. So is basically what in him. costume is what he's Yeah, saying. he's just, be, I mean, he's being a yeah, fucking it, racist. Exactly. Yeah, it's a dog whistle for saying uh, he's a racist. And he doesn't want someone in there because he's making the claim that a black woman could not be qualified, which right. is anything further from the truth. It's absolutely ridiculous. That what what is crazy is that that the reason why they're saying this shit out loud is because there's more fucking qualified black women to be on the court than there are fucking white men at this point. And exactly. it, it really is laughable that the country doesn't even fucking know that. They don't know that like or almost yeah. 70% of all degrees that are that are fucking <laughs> awarded by universities and colleges in this country are to black 
women. They're like the most educated group of people. And that's in exactly our who I would want to represent right. the country. Not only are they a, a person who has, uh, who can relate to someone, right? Like I'm Hispanic and that's another person that I can relate to in a community right. of other non-white people. Right. Right. And why not have a face? Why not have, it's, it's like whenever there's a superhero or, or, or uh, an action hero where you're like, Oh my God, that person looks like me, right? Someone who is Indian or Hispanic or black or whatever. You've got that little kid who looks at that and says, Oh my God, they're just like me. I can be that, like, there's a possibility as opposed to, I only see white people doing this. So you know what, for me mentally, I think, oh, great. Well, I guess that's not even in the cards for me, right? And that's the big difference, as well as the fact that these old white wrinkly ball sack men, as you call them earlier. Yes, well, I'll continue to call them. Right, they, they are afraid. And that's what I was saying earlier is they are so afraid of the fact that there's a possibility that somebody could do a better job than them and not look like them. Well, that's what they're scared of. They're scared right. of that because let's face it, women, black women, but women in general are going to fix our country. I, I truly exactly like as soon as we hand this shit. And over history to women, has shown us right. that those women are the ones that have fixed our fuck right. Right. Oh, did, men fuck everything up. Absolutely everything. And I'm not just talking about government. I'm talking about fucking everything. Right. Men fuck shit up like you wouldn't believe. It's not even it's not even a contest. And women are always coming behind us and cleaning the shit up and making sure that it's fixed and making sure that it operates correctly. And I believe the sooner we can get to a place to where women are cuz women do a better job at governing too. I don't know if you've ever watched like children playing in a room and a man's like oh do this do that and they're not listening and mom walks in boom done mom's there everything's cool and it ain't it ain't because it ain't because they're terrified of mom it's because moms know how to govern women know how to govern they know how to set policy they know how to administrate like this is a thing that women do very fucking well. And the reason why is because they're super fucking smart. They're super fucking educated. And for anyone to be offended that Joe Biden's like, I'm going to take the uh, a black woman who is likely the most educated person in the country, who is more qualified than most white men would ever dream of being, Mm -hmm. to be a Supreme Court justice pick. So not only do we have a very smart, very qualified Supreme Court justice pick, but it reflects what the country looks like, like you said. It reflects what they look like. To be offended and insulted by that, you're a fucking bigot. You're a fucking racist. You're a fucking bigot. And let's not forget the only difference between Reagan and Trump nominating or or, uh, getting a female justice is the fact that Joe Biden said it was a black woman. Right. And the only difference between woman and black woman is black. Right. Right. And that's exactly. the problem. That's the real problem that they have. And that is the unfortunate truth for that party where they will push that narrative that a black woman, though, even more overqualified than most people who are running for office or representatives, they are afraid that that person is going to take their job because they are no longer the person that's going to be in power to get these good old boys and support them throughout their, you know, their, their push into politics and, and more power. It's like, they are just afraid at the end of the day. And they, they're sensitive snowflakes. They're exactly what they project onto other people. That's they're weak. That's it. What it is. They're weak. Speaking of weak white ball sex. Oh, Putin, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Ju- Putin Jr. Yeah, Putin's Putin's puppy here. Yeah. Um, 
exclusive from Axios, Senator Josh Hawley is calling on Biden administration to drop drop longstanding U.S. Right. support. Tell me you um, work for Putin without right, telling without me him. you work for Putin. Well, you know, this is this is really fucking weird, right? Like United States sitting senators are pushing Russia's agenda, Putin's agenda here. And it and it's it's hard to tell if they're doing it to get support amongst the masses because it's this own the libtard shit like oh anything to make joe biden feel unsuccessful yeah. and if joe biden loses a war with putin then donald trump will be elected or some right right crazy anything any, shit. they are pro the republican party is this pro anything that is anti-biden that's what it is well if I, there I, is anyone this is it is so it is so insane to think that we are at a point now where we want to support russia over anyone else right this has been a slow slow rumbles you know in uh, building up to this moment of like yep we fucking love putin we love russia we are pro kremlin like that what you think back to the 80s we're 30 years ago or or 40 years ago am i doing the right yeah i don't know you 1980s, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, 40 years. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, God damn, I was born in the 80s. It was, it's getting to be 40 years, yeah, yeah, jerk. Yeah. Depending know, on I where know. you're at in the 80s. <laughs> but you look at that and you're like, never would you have thought when you were like, oh, Cold War and this and that, that you would ever find yourself in a country that was fighting against them to now say, you right, know the what? The party of Reagan. Reagan, right. tear Mr. Gorbachev, tear down right. this wall. Like he's, he's, they give him so much credit for ending the Cold War, and here they are trying to here build that shit back oh up. My God. It's just fucking ridiculous. Um, there's probably a hundred other things why this fucking idiot could be trending, but obviously this is the one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he is Putin's puppy here, and he's he's pushing Putin's agenda. Rather, it's to own the libs, or he's a Putin puppy. Which either way, he is Putin's puppy, oh, um, yeah. like Ron Johnson and the rest. And of if them. he's not right now, then he's trying to be. He will he's, be. He's he brown nosing his way in. To be, he fucking will be. We're fifty uh, fifty nine minutes into the second hour. We only have a couple minutes left. I want to make the announcement again. Um, we got this exciting interview. We'll be announcing it. We'll watch our Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. Go follow um, us on Twitter at at Tony Michaels Pod uh, at the Tony Michaels and at I am Gabe Sanchez. Follow us there. We are working with some partners to get this this interview out into the let's, ethos. Let's play the let's play the clip one more time. Before yeah, yeah. Let's, let's play it one no. more time and then we'll talk about it. now. Which brings me to one thing that everyone wants to know <laughs> because this is the story that everyone wants to hear. Um, Stuart wears an eye patch. We've seen it in the in the um, in the in the mug shots. Um, and in the tunnel videos, like we said earlier, the spider hole, uh, tactical hole, he did not have an eye patch. So there is a story going around that he shot himself in the eye. Um, I don't know how that is, what it is. Do you guys know the story? And can you tell us the story of how Stuart came to have an eye patch? Okay, this is three stories. There is the event okay. and the facts that happened. On There's also the story he told, There's which is mostly a lie. There's also what I believe actually happened, and it took me 20 years to piece it together. And then there's the second event, which is why he stopped wearing a prosthetic eye. Um, I guess I'll start with him shooting himself in the face. 
<laughs> should start with shooting himself in the face. Yeah. So if you want to hear how Stuart Rhodes shot himself in the face, but more importantly, there's about there's over an hour of content there mm-hmm. of uh, them talking about who Stuart Rhodes is, why why they think he did what he did, what mm-hmm. is what his motivations were. So we'll be announcing that interview um, and we'll be posting this clip on social media as well. We're going to try to work that out with our partner. We're trying to work with them to get all this information out there, to get it to as many people as possible. So that Mm -hmm. people understand exactly what these people were thinking on January 6th and Dakota, which Dakota there is, is Stuart Rhodes son, Dakota Adams. Mm -hmm. um, And and, and Tasha uh, Adams is his estranged uh, future ex-wife. But they, she's got a website. You can go follow her on Twitter. We talk about that in the interview. Um, It's, it's, it's a great interview. They, um, they actually, they put some human element into Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Like, you will surprise you. Like, it surprised yeah. me some of the stuff they said. Like, I would never dream that that was what they were going to say Yeah, uh, about the Oath Keepers or Stuart. Like, there was some stuff. Of course, some of it is, you know, very predictable. But right, right, right. Um, some of it is but not even, predictable. Even the stuff about the formation and what people believe why the Oath right, Keepers was formed exactly. versus what it actually was. Right. Because this organization was not was not new when Donald Trump became president. This organization right, right. Uh, harkens back a long time ago. Right. And they also describe in the interview um, why Stuart has this um, like cult-like type kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, yeah. where he inherited it from. So they talk about that in the interview as well. So it's it's definitely worth the watch. I hope yeah. that we can air it tomorrow or Friday on the yeah. podcast. Um, we will announce that we will let you know when that is going to air. Um, also when we do air it, obviously we are going to post it separately. We're not sure on our partners, um, who we're partnering with that we're going to get them to post it there on our page, but make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel just in case, um, hit the bell notifications and hit the like, button. you know, all the good stuff that you're mm-hmm. supposed to say, you know, all the, all the, what, what the YouTubers say, you know? yeah, 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 all that kind of good stuff. So, and, and don't forget tomorrow. Every single weekday, noon Eastern, 11, noon Eastern, 11 Central, right here on you, Twitter, Twitch, the Tony Michaels podcast. And we surf the trendy trends in the Tweety Tweets. Are you going to join us tomorrow? Are you going to be around tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be around. You'll be around? Okay, good, yeah. good, good. Well, until yeah. tomorrow, until tomorrow noon, surf's up, motherfuckers. You've been listening to the Tony Michaels Podcast. Podcast. In your face commentary of current events and political news. No rules, no boundaries. I think we've made that perfectly clear. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon. In the meantime, follow Tony on social media at the Tony Michaels. And until next time, raise a fist and repeat after me. Fuck them. Murphy's Mealborn, head ass speaking.